When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, everyone, to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame in his game because he's always the same. That's me. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Uh, If you're new to the channel, welcome again. As I mentioned, this is a a twice-a-week Islanders podcast that takes place every single Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're new to the channel, we invite you to stick around a while. We invite you to subscribe on YouTube, to like on Facebook, and to follow on Twitter. Um, And, and, uh, you know, if you enjoy the content, Make sure to leave a thumbs up. It lets us know you enjoy it. And uh, apparently it helps the algorithm as well. At least that's what we're told. Um, But Grump, we're going live here Wednesday evening during the Islanders against the New Jersey or the Islanders against the New York Rangers game, Grumpy. It's almost like a pseudo watch along State of the Islanders podcast, right? Well, n- no, we're just commenting on the podcast, and we'll be watching the game as as things transpire. We'll be talking about him, Grump. And so kind of like it's like a hybrid. It's like a hybrid game. It's like a hybrid you podcast. You keep saying that. Does, is it, does it make you sleep better at night if I say it's a hybrid podcast for you? That's why I say it. Not worried about what you think. Okay, sounds good, Grumpy. Uh, but welcome. Uh, first period in the books for the Islanders against the Rangers. I will say uh, Islanders had a few opportunities there on the power play, pretty much amounted to nothing. Um, but uh, the Rangers came away with the best, or I'd say two of the best opportunities that period. But, uh, you know, the Rangers are coming off the, they're coming off, they're on the second end of a back-to-back game, coming off of just playing the Colorado Avalanche last evening. I think that uh, the Islanders played a, a really good first period. Um even though they were outshot by the Rangers, I don't know what the final count was, 14, 15 to nine. I thought the Islanders did really well uh, in the first period. They played solid defensive hockey, physical with the Rangers. Um, they gave up a couple of primo scoring chances, but when the best player on your team is the goalie, sometimes that helps. A couple of distressing things from the first period um, from a big picture standpoint. 
this is our third straight backup goalie that we're playing. I was about to mention the same exact item. We have talked a little bit about that, how it seems like against the good teams, we're getting the backup goalie, <laughs> the goalie. Um, you know, when we look at, you know, the games, of course, that we're referencing to the Florida Panthers, obviously tonight, and then Tampa Bay Lightning. Brian Elliott was the first one, the backup there for Tampa. And then it was Spencer Knight, the backup for Florida. And then we've got now Yaroslav Halak, the backup for the Rangers. And man, I'll tell you, Halak looks shaky. He's, he looks shaky. He's finished. I, I think that's the nicest way you could put it. I think he's finished. Maybe he's just shaky right now. I know from the games he's played earlier on this season, he didn't look stellar, but he has not looked stellar so far early in this game as well. I mean, optimally, what, what do you give him? 25 games a year? Yeah. Against the weaker against the weaker offensive teams like us or the second half of a back to back. I mean, that's when you're going to see him. The second thing, which I really hate more than even the Halak thing, Anders Lee got knocked on his keister by Jacob Truba. And you hear the crowd go, Truba. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. You can I'm sorry. I don't any Islander fan who's selling his tickets to Ranger fans. I don't have any respect for you. I'm sick and tired. Of well, no, I don't think Rangers. Islander fans. I don't think Islander fans are selling their tickets to Rangers fans. I don't think enough Islander fans are purchasing tickets, so they're just purchasing. Ranger fans are just purchasing free tickets, Grump. Okay, I don't think oh, this, sorry, I don't they're think... purchasing available tickets, dude. The, the stadium is half empty all the time. Year two at UBS Arena, it looks like the stadium's half empty all the time. It is. The warden even mentioned it. She's like, man, your team must really suck. I'm like, what makes you say that? He says, there's nobody in the stands. I'm like, mm. warden. The warden getting kind of nasty talking about our team, boy. That's all I'm saying. I tell you. I tell you. It's, I mean, like, it's honest, though. It's accurate. I mean, we've struggled. We've been a team that struggled, you know, all year so far this early season. And things don't look great, I'll tell you. I know we didn't go live um, during the uh, the Florida Pan the recent Florida Panthers loss. But these next few games are crucially important. It's that simple. This is not a team that can afford to start off the season 2-8 and eight or 3-7. and seven. Anything like that. Right now, we're two and four, uh, playing a tough Rangers team. The Rangers looked good last night. Shesterkin was a fanta was fantastic in that. I was shocked Georgiev looked as good as he did for Colorado Grump. Well, it's playing for Colorado. They're playing. He's playing for a really good team, um, and you knew he had something to prove against the Rangers. But I'm expecting. Uh, you know, here's the thing. What I'm doing now, I'm looking at all the teams and who their backups are so I can familiarize myself with the backup goalies who are going to be playing against us every night. Uh, look at you, Grumpy. You get so more probably Francois, right? It'll be Francois, and then I don't even know, does Caroline even have a backup, or are they just going to bring a Zamboni guy to play? I don't know. Probably the Zamboni guy. Um, you know, there's there's a few things we want to talk about here. Um, we'll start off with some more lighthearted items, because, right, there's a lot to be a little pessimistic about today. But I want to start off with some lighthearted items. I know this is not usually how we start the show, but we're going to do it anyway. I'm not sure, Grumpy, did you happen to see Dennis Podvin, Grumpy? He's got a new little piece of merchandise that he's putting out. Did you happen to see what it was, what Podvin's putting out? I thought it was I thought it was quite clever. Podvin socks. And honestly, well, I'm stunned I didn't come up I with that idea. I wasn't asking for Podvin. Oh, I can't believe they're still chanting Potvin socks. Echo. 43 years. Oh, thank you, Grumpy. I know there's an echo. Thank you. Okay. They're not saying Potvin socks. 
They're saying Potvin socks. Potvin socks? Yeah, Potvin socks. <laughs> I love it. We've got them all right here. Look at all these different Potvin socks, Grumpy. Okay, I just wish the design, I don't know who did this design. It's kind of cheap. Uh, I'm hoping it's not one of the same islanded people who've been doing the uniforms. But I'd like to see something a little different. What would you have liked to have seen there? Um, maybe one where he's running Ulf Nielsen into the boards to break his ankle, something like that. I would have liked to see that. Maybe that's that orange one. I can't really tell. It's a little, little. No, uh, I don't think that's the one, Grumpy. That's one I would have liked to see. Um, him holding up Stanley Cups and the Rangers, you know, with broken ankles, that type of thing. Really I would have loved to see him holding up a cup, something like that. But I think the pot van socks are fantastic. Like you look at certain I items. Like what we talk about how much of a blunder it is by our marketing department. I, I would say I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably the Islanders did not approach him with this. Somebody else did. And he's like, hey, let's go ahead and work in coalition with you guys. I don't want to put up the capital to go ahead and launch a sock company. But I know you guys have connections with apparel companies. And I just want to go ahead and. And uh, and sell some merchandise too to get a little extra bit of a kickback. But this pot van sock is fantastic. I was like, when I heard when I saw that today, I was like, shit, I might have to buy a pair. Pot van socks. Pot van socks. I love them. Uh, I love the idea. Like I said, I don't know if that's one where he's running Ulf Nielsen into the boards. I hope it is. I'd love that. Um, it's not. It's just this guy with a freaking stick. Can you not see? It's a guy with a stick. Look I at. I can't. The it's it's it. fuzzy. It's fuzzy. First of all, and fuzzy. It's, what? Yeah, the, it looks like maybe pot van is behind him. Maybe the guy up front, or maybe it's a big shadow. Something's coming over, maybe hitting the guy in front. Um, it looks like there's something behind him. Maybe getting ready to run him into the boards. I, I couldn't know. tell you. I, I don't can't think they're gonna... Oh, stop. I just said that I can't say. You know, but it was interesting because Dennis Potvin, they had him on uh, at the beginning of the second period, I believe, talking with Butch and Brendan um, about the state of hockey, what he sees as different. Um, you know, what he likes, what he doesn't like. And the interesting thing was he used to be the color commentator for the Florida, the Florida Panthers. Panthers yeah. And they kind of moved him out. And I think he did a year in Ottawa. Uh, but they asked him if he missed it. And he said he absolutely missed it. And I felt kind of bad for him because, I mean, he still has a lot to give. Bring him here. Goodbye, Butchie. I love you, Butchie, but you're a freaking finished man. Or maybe kind of work them in tandem Something like that. I'd love to see that happen. I, I'm a huge Dennis Potvin fan. Huge. I, I'm not sure how many more games I can listen to Walterson and just complete. I, again, like I don't, I'm not very articulate, right, Grumpy? When I'm reading, right, I make the mistakes. But good gracious, man. Butch, that's your job, my friend. I don't know. If you had to pick one of the, they're not going to hire both, right? And if I had to pick between Dennis Potvin or Butch Goring, I love you, Butchie, but you just don't have it anymore. And Dennis Potvin also let everyone know that Butch is quite a bit older than he is. He wanted oh, to did make he really? Sure that, yeah, he wanted to make sure that was out there. It was it was a really nice, fun little interview, and I always enjoy them when uh, some of the legendary guys get together and you know just just talk hockey. I, I find that really entertaining. This idea, really quickly to sum it up, of Potvin socks, it is like it is like the first time Build a Bear came out. Where it was, they were going to charge you this crazy, this crazy upcharge to build your own stuffed animal. 
but it was like, oh, yeah, I get to do this and you get to build it. You put the labor in to do it. And so like you look at the business model, very, very cheap and inexpensive, but it's about the center. It's like it's something special. It's like how why has that never been thought of before? It's just like that quick. It always should have been like that that you see with Build-A-Bears. And now you're like, that is exactly this should have always have been around because this chant still exists to this very day by the Ranger fans. They shit. They were chanting it last year in the Eastern Conference finals. Pot fan sucks. Pot fan sucks. I'm like, Christ almighty, guys. Come on. You know, it has to be great for Dennis Potvin to know that he's in the Rangers fans heads forever. He lives rent free, rent free there forever. Is correct. He's taking up residence rent free in the Ranger fans' heads. I love <laughs> it. Oh man! So I, I did, I did enjoy that. Now, did you happen to see the the homage that the Islanders paid to Stan Fischler? Yeah, I did. I thought it was nice. The Islanders do things like that extremely well. Nice. They named the press box after Stan Fischler. Really nice thing. They had some memorabilia there. Uh, a really nice thing. Ledecky, Ledecky was there. I thought it was a really nice, really nice thing they did. Really nice. Stan Fisher, let's be honest. He's a legend in the broad in the hockey broadcasting community. Just is. And he's a he's a legend for the New York Islanders. You look at you look at some of these pictures here, Grumpy. And I think they did him. I, this was fantastic what they did for him. Yeah, great. Like I said, I I loved the whole the whole thing. I loved just really really. You like and the they do those things pass? really, really well. They really do. You like the fisherman media pass? That's what they yeah, chose to put like out it. there. I'm sure that's going to go ahead and trigger some of those, uh, some of those anti fish stick fans. That's right. <laughs> oh God, Anders Lee lives forever. Grumpy Anders Lee will live forever now in this freaking picture right here. I don't know. Fischler. Was like that said, hold on? Was that Stan Fisher's last interview? Maybe that's why that's the picture that's up. Yeah, there. talking to Anders Lee make anybody quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh but I, I loved it they showed a video of it i was hoping i could find the video because like they've got his setup his typewriter there they've got it all done and i thought they did a fantastic job the organization with this right we talk we 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 shit on we shit on the organization of the franchise when it when it should be and, and we're critical of them when we should be critical of them and we're also a very very high praise after an act like this and what they've done on that, a big kudos to the Islanders organization on this one. They do that stuff very, very well. Very well. So now we've got the good stuff out of the way. Let's, let's that's shift, it. Okay. Let's, let's, let's shift focus here a little bit. Grumpy. Talk about now the got, nice product. Yeah. Let's talk about what's going on on the, well, let's actually, we'll talk about one more thing off the ice today. Kiefer Bellows waved. They waved Kiefer Bellows today. In favor to make sure that Robin Sallow has a spot there in the roster and in the lineup. So essentially, they said, "Hey, we're going to keep Sebastian Aho, Ross Johnston, and we're going to keep items and, and players of that nature in in um, Shushnikov as well as um, Sebastian Aho in favor of Kiefer Bellows." So Kiefer Bellows waved today, Grumpy. Initial thoughts. Um. All right. It was probably a housekeeping move, and I guess they figured no one's going to claim him. But if you're a team like San Jose or Anaheim, why would you not take a flyer on Kiefer Bellows at that or salary? Arizona, or Arizona. Arizona. Any of these teams that are in the freaking cellar where you think to yourself, okay, because let's let's go down the quick saga of Kiefer Bellows, right? 
I, I think a lot of this has to still do with the fact that he used performance enhancing drugs. Oh, I don't know, three years ago, four years ago. I think it left him in bad taste with with the general manager, Lou Lamarillo, whatever is what it is. He, you know, it's a guy to where if you're not immediately on his good side. Oh, by the way, you were correct. I'm looking at the Potvin socks, Grumpy. He is throwing a check, or it looks like Potvin has the puck and somebody's trying to check him, but is going over the top of him because he's just so strong on his skates. Okay. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, I have They're to. They're actually showing him on the broadcast right now. I, I well, okay, okay, we got that. I, no, well, he but, was really good. He was really good throwing hip checks. Uh, yes. Dennis Potvin was one of the last great hip checkers in the league. Well, and I and I want to mention this here too. I hope they've got uh, extra large socks. I got big feet, grumpy. Normal size socks are not going to fit me. <laughs> so, but um, you look at Kiefer Bellows. We go ahead and wave him today, Grump. Um, you know, I, I think it's just I think it's foolish. This is a guy who's still young. He played well in the preseason. Preseason well. is not the regular season, right? I'm not saying the two are exactly alike. Josh Bailey team- played well in the preseason. What is that? Zero points. Zero freaking points through six games. Wow. It's impressive. Oh, hold on. Is that including the regular season or the preseason alone? No, regular. Uh, no, he was he he scored points in the in the preseason. He was piggybacking off of Bellows, as I remember. Bellows making him look good. Oh, is Bellows making him look good. Yeah, he he's now in his sixth game of the regular season. Josh Bailey has zero points. Well, the good thing is, right? Kiefer Bellows waved. And 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 like I'm just so flabbergasted by the entire thing because you know, you look at what he did, preseason looked good. In the same token, though, my God almighty, he got the first game of the season after again, as I mentioned, a very, very stellar preseason. He got seven minutes of ice time. In the first regular season game, That's seven it. minutes of ice time. So we went to we went to the Barry Barry Trot school of thought when it came to giving a young guy a chance there in that in that capacity. Seven minutes of ice time, and then they said, uh, yeah, you're never gonna see the ice again. And now we're waving you. Kiefer Bellows played better than Oliver Wallstrom in the preseason. We spoke about it. Hey, Wallstrom didn't look great in the two games he was there, and he had the high ankle sprain. So how is that gonna affect him? But man, oh man, Grumpy, Grumpy, what are you smiling? I know you just, what are you uh, doing? Here's what I'm smiling at. Grab your freaking attention. No, no, huh? here's, here's what I'm smiling Dennis Potvin is, shame, he's pulling up his pants leg on the national broadcast, shamelessly promoting his socks, and he just said it was for the hip check. I just like, man, Dennis must really need the money if he's pulling, if he's showing leg on the national TNT broadcast. That's all. Great, Grumpy. You're going to have to turn your TV off because you can't focus and do two at one. You I, just, I, I was waiting for you to finish. TV effing off, bro. Okay, so I what, was what was I talking about? I want, you, I want to hear your response, Grumpy. Okay. My my big issue is... Well, hold on. I spoke specifically about Wallstrom not playing as well as Kiefer Bellows and still Bellows not getting an opportunity. What, That's what, what I was speaking you, about before you, okay, got, you got freaking you got mesmerized by Dennis Poppins' calf. But what does it tell you? The Islander organization doesn't think much of Kiefer Bellows. Doesn't matter how well he plays, they don't think much of him. That's what it comes, that's what it says to me. My biggest concern is okay, if you have to use a waiver, put someone on waivers to make sure that Robin Sallow can be back on the team, why wouldn't you waive somebody like a Josh Bailey, a Kyle Palmieri, uh, a Matt Martin, a Cal Clutterbuck, somebody who makes some money. 
So if someone, and I'm not going to say, I'm not saying anyone's going to make a waiver claim on Kiefer Bellows, but wouldn't you want one of those guys to be claimed? Somebody who's making $5 million a year. I mean, or if there's no risk, what does it matter? Maybe you like your team. I mean, no one's picking up Josh Bailey, not looking at his play or F minus for that matter, or Matt Martin. I mean, I just, I just, I'm just kind of flabbergasted. What does it, what does it say to the kid? What does it say to Kiefer Bellows? I want to fucking be gone. I want to get out of town as soon as humanly possible. I still, even after having a great preseason, I still get no chance. Oh, people will say, oh, he's a generic player. He's a creative player. What do you have in four games in the preseason? He had three goals and an assist. What else does he need to do to prove that I deserve more than seven minutes of ice time? Are you everything. kidding me? He threw the body around. That's right. He threw the body around. He showed that, hey, I'm willing to play a bottom six role to throw the body around to serve what I need to do in order to get a, an everyday spot and a chance. One freaking game with seven minutes of ice time. Hey, see you later, Kiefer. Hey, we, we think that Ross Johnson serves a much more valuable role. We think that Shushnikov, who was up there and gave away a freaking goal by getting checked twice at center ice and screwing them over and giving up a goal with 0.1 seconds left against Florida. We think they're more valuable to have up there on the roster. It doesn't matter. The mistakes they make are brutal and, and just hideous, heinous, almost grumpy. doesn't matter that that leg completely do a goal against. We just kind of we didn't like what we saw on you in the seven minutes we saw you on the ice there, Kiefer. Yeah, I just like I said, I was it was baffling to me. I mean, if 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 it was just a housekeeping move, why would you not expose a Josh Bailey? House it's not a housekeeping move. Why would it be a housekeeping move? They've got okay, they kept Sebastian Aho. Well, maybe they want that seventh defenseman. Oh. He's number seven defenseman. Maybe they're gonna send Bellows down to the minors. I don't know. You'd have to figure that's where they're sending him. They waved him. Where do you think he's going, Grump? I mean, I just, if you don't want him on your team, trade him. If you haven't, if you, the last number of years didn't think he was going to make you, if you were so upset over the uh, performance enhancing drug or whatever it was, whatever he got popped for, why don't you just move him? I'm sure he had value, but that's one thing the Islanders don't do. They let, they let someone's value just grind down to a nub and then they try, well, we can't get anything for him. Well, that's on you. That's on the Islanders. If you have no interest in a player, build him up and then move him. You don't let him where he, he winds up bottoming out and then try to move a guy. I mean, I and he's not the first one. He's not the second. I mean, that's just what they do. I'm just I, – I was just – I was flabbergasted by that move today. I, when I got a message about it, I, I thought that somebody was pulling my leg. I'm like, yeah, haha, that's funny. No, I, I, I don't believe that. But you know, I, had to, I had to see it to believe it. I'm like, wow, waving Kiefer Bellows. Not something I would have expected, that's for certain. And I mean, like, you look at the games he played, maybe, and I'm looking at the preseason. Again, not saying preseason is exactly indicative of what would happen in the regular season. But he wound up playing four games in the preseason, had a goal and two assists. Uh, okay, was that is that an issue? I mean, is he is he playing poorly? You have players like think about this. Josh Bailey plays so freaking horribly, he gets healthy scratched earlier on this year, and and so does Anthony Bavilia. He gets healthy scratched too. Bailey has zero points, but he's playing on the first line. 
with Matt Barzal and Oliver Wallstrom playing on the first line. I, I and, and another thing that's just kind of baffled me about the entire situation earlier on this year is, my God, are we going to the freaking blender with the line combinations early and often? It's like every freaking game is a brand new line combination every fucking game. He's like a mad scientist out there. I don't know if it's a good thing. Here's the thing about mad scientists. It's either unbelievably brilliant or he is just freaking just nuts. I, I'm hoping he's not creating a young Frankenstein. That's for certain, Grumpy. I mean, I I just, and then you see a guy like Zach Parise, who's, I mean, he's lost it. Whatever yes. he had, he's lost. He's getting, he's getting almost 16 minutes a night in ice time. He plays power play. He plays penalty kill. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm just sick and tired of seeing these old retreads. You look at the team is slow. We're old and slow. And Kiefer Bellows isn't the most fleet of foot guy, but you need to start transitioning away from these veterans. The sooner the better. I it's frustrating. It's just frustrating to watch. And it was I was really disappointed uh with Kiefer Bellows getting waived today. Now he's probably gonna be back with the team. I don't know if he can just ask for his unconditional release. I don't know what the rules are. I mean, look at that. It's like Barzell, Wallstrom, Bailey. Freaking Bailey. Bailey. Zero point Bailey. He plays on the first line. He plays on a power play. Zero points. Played so well earlier on this year, he was a healthy scratch. And it gave me room for optimism. Oh, wow. Hey, Josh Bailey, a healthy scratch. Maybe he's actually going to sit players when they're not performing. Well, we sit Pavilion the next game after he scores a weekie. I mean, that's when Brian Elliott would let a freaking <laughs> puck go in through his chest. But he's rewarded with no production. I've never seen somebody rewarded so often with no too little production in a career. I've never seen it before. It's just it's it's baffling to me. And it's not like Bailey offers something special that Matt Barzal would benefit from. And Oliver Wallstrom would benefit from Matt is also the creator. He's the guy who's able to create space. He's the guy who's able to distribute the puck. And we've got a guy who is allergic to shoot. We have two players on that line who are allergic to shoot. Matt Barzal does not shoot the puck anywhere near enough. And, and Josh Bailey is allergic to shoot the puck. Maybe he's helping Oliver Wallstrom with his homework. Oh, that's it. That's it. And let's talk about this too, because these obviously were, Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, these obviously were uh, Wallstrom. He made Pavilion there. But Parise and Paul Mary on the third line. I mean, it's where they belong, but Jesus Christ. Just think about the contracts we have tied up on the third line. Over $11 million of a cap hit tied up on the third line. Just about $12 million. Is it Okay. Is it 12? Five, five, and one point seven five, whatever Parise. Oh, what, I thought Parise was just vet minimum with a possibility for bonuses. Well, he'll hit those bonuses. Okay, yikes. Okay, so you have about you got about twelve million dollars tied up on the third line. I think the fourth line has looked competent at times, but are we just are we trying to tell me that there's no way that Kiefer Bellows could earn more than seven minutes of ice time or earn an opportunity and a chance? We're a freaking two and four freaking hockey team. That has not looked good in our losses. It's that so it's not like, oh, dude, we just oh man, we lost this one in shootout. We lost this one. We have been, I think we have been dominated today. We're being outshot by the Rangers 21 to 11. And we're about halfway through the game. 
Thank God we have Sorokin. That's all Thank I have to say. God we have Sorokin is right. Thank God. Sorokin making some unbelievable saves in tight. And you just think about what if we didn't have one of the top five goalies in the NHL? What if one of the top, what if our goalie gets banged up, right? What happens if he has to miss some time this year? We're screwed. I'm not yeah. saying Barlamov sucks, but he's no Sorokin's a top five netminder in the NHL. No doubt about it. True. 100% agree. I, for me, it's just I see the direction the team is going this year. I'm already making phone calls. I, I firmly believe we're going to lose tonight. We're going to lose to Carolina. We're going to lose to Colorado. You're two and seven. We're going to probably be two and seven to start the year off. Oof. What does that say? You're almost an eighth of the way through the season, and your season's over. Right now, we are last in the conference. Yes. We've only played now six games. This is our seventh game, but still last in the conference. Does that, I mean, like, I know we got a new system, but does that bode for, hey, we're going to be ultra successful? We're off to a quick and fiery start. I mean, this is a game that I would say the first period was close. Yes, the Rangers have looked the go figure. The Rangers, the better skating team, have looked the dominant team when you have the longer, the longer, the longer substitution and the longer and the longer change of skaters. I don't know. I haven't seen any of the second period, so I can't comment. Good. You don't need to be seeing any of the second period, Grumpy. But you are allowed to. But you're I, what, allowed can I, to. what can I say? I can multitask. I can talk with you, and I know when I need to focus. But Grumpy, it's like, you know what? Because you're getting old. You got old man in the name. It's like you can do one thing at once. You go, ah, and then you go, oh, man, oh, man. But, you know, I, I'll say, I think that I think that we have looked slow, as we expect. And against good teams, right? You know, we've struggled. It's that simple. Against good teams, we've struggled. And just like that, Paul Mary scores to give us the lead. I know as you're glued to the TV, Grumpy, but Paul Mary scores to give us the lead. It looks like Halak just missed that glove side. Holy shit, what a weekie. Yeah. Well, and you're going to get that when you're playing every team's backup every night. Correct. That, I mean, like, that is a, that is a, a, Bad goal to let in. Maybe Super it's partially shady. screened. Maybe it's partially screened on this one. Your goalie cannot be letting in a shot from that distance. When yeah. oh my god, glove side two. How the hell are you surrendering a glove side goal from that distance? It wasn't even screened. Holy shit, that was unbelievably weak, Halak. He Holy looks super crap. shaky. He looks super shaky. Oh my, it went between his. Oh my god. It went between his arm and his leg like that. That's one he would want to have back. That's one he's got to make a save on. But that's right. That's what happens when you're playing every team's backup goalie. Yep. I still think despite that goal, we've been we've been dominated today. In the second period, we've been dominated. So, you know, game's still far from over. But it's nice to have a little bit of a lead. Uh, I will tell you this. As much as Georgiev used to get shit for the Rangers last year, man, oh, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he wasn't as bad as advertised because I mean, Halak just has looked awful the first few games he's played. Georgiev always has played the Islanders well, also, but we probably won't get to play him. What do you mean against Colorado? Yeah, they'll play their backup against us. I'm certain of it. How Who's many that? starting I'm... goalies have played against us this year? I think the first game of the year, Bobrovsky played. And then uh, Gibson, 
I don't even know. Against the Sharks, I'm sure we played their start. We want to playing about like I think I couldn't even tell you who the hell the shark starter is in that, to be quite frank yeah. with you. Wow. Kyle Palmieri has five goals on 28 career shots against Halak. He apparently plays well against 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 Yaroslav Halak. Yeah, oh, shoot man, the puck man. more. I mean, with five on five. I'm trying to pull something up. What he? I mean, five on five. Hey, man. We've just not been really good five on five. I know that's a five on five goal, but we haven't played well five on five, having a hard time keeping possession in the other team's offense in in the offensive zone. It's just, I just don't know where we go from here. I mean, we're so far from being good now. That's like, mm, when do we when do we start moving some pieces out? It was interesting. They were talking pregame today, and they said how you know come the trade deadline that the Islanders and the Rangers are probably going to be looking for the same type of player. I mean, wow! Unless, unless that player's name is draft pick, uh, I hope we're not looking for the same type of player. Yikes! Would that be a wrong? Would that be a wrong move for us? My God, Jesus H! You're right. We do not. Uh... <laughs> We do not need to add. We're going to be a freaking, we're going to be, we're going to be in a situation where we need to sell the deadline. I just don't see there's any other way for, from avoiding that, to be quite frank. No, I don't either. We have, and the whole thing is we're playing playoff caliber teams and we're just getting dominated. That's very reminiscent of last year. Very reminiscent. And people are willing to hit the panic button earlier this year because, oh, hold on. This is, ex you're right. This is very reminiscent of last year. And you think to yourself, I'm like, oof, okay. Maybe last year wasn't an aberration. Maybe this is exactly what we are. And, and you mean, like, you look at this, right? And people are going to be like, oh, man, it was a good shot by Palmieri. I thought it was an awful shot. Just look at Twitter. Halak, Halak beat again. Not the best. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it just, Here's the thing. I think that was a weak ass goal to give up. I'm gonna get. I'm trying to find a slow mo where it gives us all angles. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not shoot. No shot is a bad shot. But here's the thing: the goalie's got to make that save. Correct. You can't get beat on that one. I mean, it's not like it was a you know 150 <laughs> miles an hour. It was, it was a, a shot as he was turning. It was like with a shot. Do you remember Martin put that shot in as he was mid-turn? And I'm like, yeah. how the hell does a guy put a shot in as he's turning? Goalie loses focus. Exactly. I mean, like you look at this here, and I'll let you watch it full full play. A good job by Pajot putting it back there. But I mean, look where this yeah. is coming from, and it goes. You could see where the goalie does it. Oop! It goes. It goes right between the. It's not like that shot was freaking top shelf. It wasn't like that was holy shit. Paul Mary just sniped that to the freaking That's toy right. department. He put that at like pad level. The That's goalie it. just wasn't prepared for it and didn't make the save because he's a shitty goal goalie. But good job. We scored. We're up one nothing. I I'm just I'm again cautiously optimistic about a one goal lead against the Rangers. This has a feeling of a one nothing two to one game, to be honest. It does. Or an overtime game. This really yeah. does. I think this has the feeling of an overtime game. I think bare minimum we're getting a point this game. I don't think we're giving up two or three goals in the third period, and that's all she wrote. But I mean, like when the goalie does this. And throws their head back like this, like they're hanging their head, or he they're throwing it back. He knows, he knows that's a weak as shit goal yeah. to let up, and he knows when they're looking over film, like Halak, Yaroslav, what the fuck are you doing? How do you let a freaking third liner Kyle Palmieri throw a wrister, a low wrister like that, in the freaking back of the net on your glove side? 
my god just immediate oh yeah he knows it's not that's not one okay if that's not one you want your that's not one if Sorokin can let that in i'm saying the same thing unbelievably weak unbelievably weak gotta make that safe and he's looked shaky all day can't cover a puck what what does that mean for the islanders throw the puck on net yep throw the puck on net it's that simple we've got 15 shots halfway through the game we're being out shot 22 15 we have got to throw more pucks on net it's that simple he looks shaky. He hasn't looked good. Throw the puck. And even if it's not on net, have your guys, have Lee, have your players crossing in front to try to redirect shots that are in the area in the vicinity. Throw the police, throw the puck on net. When we see success, we're throwing more pucks on net. When we looked at the sure. games we were dominant in against Anaheim and the Sharks, we threw a lot of pucks on net. Given there were bad teams, but we threw the puck on net a lot more often. We have to do that if we want to be successful. My concern is we're just not good enough to keep up with the good teams. Yeah, we'll handle the the weaker teams, but against the good teams, we just struggle positional uh, possession wise. Uh, every every by every metric and every eyeball test, we just don't we just don't hold up against the good teams. It's mm. frustrating. It's disappointing as an Allen fan. It just is. <sighs> mm. Mm-mm-mm. But I could see us winning this game one nothing tonight. Absolutely, I thought the first game was going to be crucial. If the Rangers would have scored the first goal, the game was over. But I think we have a legit shot to win this game now, up one nothing. I, you know, it bothers me though, as we've mentioned, when teams right when teams start putting their starting goalies out. How does that? That's a routine save for Shesterkin. Routine, Ganicorn. Yep. Easy save right there, and we're still deadlocked. It does have a feeling of a one nothing or a 2-1 game where everything is very close and contested. The Islanders always play extremely good hockey against the Rangers. Even when the Islanders have been bad historically, they have played very well and strong against the Rangers. And the same way when uh, the Islanders are good and the Rangers are poor. Those games are always tight. Always tight. It's a the big, it's a rivalry Rangers, game. This rivalry game, exactly, is always a, t- a closely contested, a tight game where both teams get up to play each other. And you're going to see good hockey, generally speaking, out there on the ice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's all I have to say on a grumpy. I don't That's have you it. pulled up. I'm trying to do other things. YouTube, is you watching the game? <laughs> I'm not watching the game. Stop saying that. You're the one watching the game, not me. I grumpy. I'm trying to go ahead and pull up their next items we want to speak about, but that's fine. Um, anyway, man, are you just ready to get into the ad then? I mean, well, I mean, we can hit some comments. I mean, we can do a lot of different things. Okay, we're just going to get into the ad read then, Grumpy. Maybe we won't even make it through the whole game, by the way. This is going. Um, uh, welcome, everybody. Today's podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. Um, and if that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into even bigger payouts with same-game parlays. So you can add multiple different categories or multiple different items into one bet for an even bigger payout. So you could say, I think the Islanders are going to win this game. I think Sorokin is going to have a shutout. And you can add more and more for a bigger payout. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, um, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN and bet $5 on any team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. Again, that's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes and in the, in the, in the show notes and description for additional details. I have a question for you. Do you think if we come out and beat the Rangers, I think, like you said, we're playing as good as we can play against them tonight, right? I mean, being aggressive as we can, much tighter checking than we've seen the last couple of games. Of course, the Rangers, you know, I realize it's not a 5 o'clock in the afternoon game, um, but it is a back-to-back for them. Uh, do you think that uh, maybe we come away with a little bit of fool's goal saying, oh, okay, we've turned the corner, look at how good we played against the Rangers? Are you talking about the fan base or who? I'm talking about fan base, I think coaching the fan base staff, does. GM. I think the fan base does. I think the fan base is extremely fickle at the moment. I think it's the same exact reason why when I, I made a tweet there recently, I said, man, I said, it's fool's gold. I said, hopefully everybody now knows that, you know, the, the do nothing and uh, just run it back. The run it back team and the run it back crew is completely wrong. I hope you guys realize that now. Hey, you got a great positive reception on, on, on social media. That being said, if you win a game here, it's like, oh man, we're telling you this team just needed one more chance. The, the fan base is extremely fickle this early on in the season because a win or a loss here or there can really go ahead and dictate what thoughts are. It's that simple. But, you know, I, I think that even if we win this game against the Rangers, look at what we've seen, look at the trends we've seen. We're, this is going to be our seventh game in. We've played how many backup goalies? Okay, great. Gotcha. How have we looked against the really good teams? Okay, great. Gotcha. Because, listen, if this was a freaking Islanders broadcast and we were listening to Brendan and Butch, they would be talking if we were in the Rangers' shoes. Oh, man, this is the second end of the back-and-back back situation. So these guys are going to be tired. They just went to overtime against the Colorado Avalanche. They're going to be tired out there. That's what we'd be hearing all freaking broadcast and telecast long if Brendan and Butch were talking about this game to have a built-in excuse for a loss. Right. I'm not saying that's the only reason we're winning this game is because the, the, the Rangers are tired. They just went to overtime against the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche, and they got up for it. And today's a little bit of a letdown game for them. No, I'm not saying that. But that's what we'd be hearing that they, yeah, they try to go ahead and, and, and sway opinion positively any which way they can. But look at the trends. Look at the trends. I mean, I just have to say that, you know, for everyone who was complaining last year, how the schedule was against us. COVID was against us. We've gotten all the breaks this year. I so agree. Far. We've been on the, I mean, we've been on the benefit of the back-to-back twice this year so far. And we're playing backup goalies every night. I mean, it, it doesn't get any better than that. Correct. I mean, I, you know, you really can't complain about too much. We've had how many, how many, uh, this is our, what, our fifth home game to start the year are people going to complain at the end of the year well gosh you know we're playing so many road games at the end of the year what did you expect well you got to make hay when you're playing those home games early in the year i mean we should be able to get off to an early start because we have five out of our first seven games are at home <laughs> i mean we're Just not even we're not even getting, we, don't use that, we don't use that for an excuse as to why the islanders are playing well oh all of our games have been at home that's the only reason we're playing. No, it's the same exact BS excuse when people said, oh, we're playing so many games on the road, that's where we're struggling. No, you're struggling because of the product out there on the ice. 
oh, we're struggling because we had so many breaks in between games. Jesus. It was just every freaking laundry list of excuse. And over the long haul of a Navy, over an 82-game season, you'll see we are just we're not the same team we were two years ago or three years ago. We're not the same team that excelled in shortened seasons, right? It's just we're not that same team. You're not that guy. That's just that simple. It's just that simple. I mean, our penalty kill has been fantastic this year. We talk about the positive bright spots. I think our penalty kill style has not given up a goal all year long. True. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We're seven games in almost. Have not surrendered a power play goal. You know, it tells you all you need to know. We have been spectacular on the penalty kill. Hats off. Hats off to the Islanders in that regard. I don't think they're going to go perfect on the penalty kill for the season. But you're looking at it, you're almost a tenth of the way through the year, and you've surrendered zero penalty power play goals. Man, that's special. That's special. Yep. Yep. No doubt about it. I had a point to make, but you went on such a long diatribe, I forgot it. Okay. Sounds good, Grumpy. Let's go ahead and start getting into some comments then. Um, Brian J says, What's up, fellas? I'm here. The party has started. What's up, Brian J? How are you? JG says, hey, or uh, hey, are hanging on, or they are hanging on by a thread tonight. And what's up, guys? The Islanders are hanging on by a thread against the Rangers. I mean, like I'd say, probably when this first comment was made, absolutely they have. Ooh, I'll tell you, that was a borderline there. Cross-check from behind. Um, that being said, you know, I think the Islanders have really maybe switch the flip the switch there since that goal they've gotten they've registered a lot more shots on that but in the same token i you know i think the the rangers right the speed is something we've struggled with and and i think that we've have been dominated at times this game true true early on i agree lou r says bailey is slow rangers players skated right by him and then he falls down to his knees <laughs> he's finished he's finished as a player that's why i'm like why are you not putting a guy like that on waivers if it's a if it's just a uh, an administration thing to get it's Salo. Not, it's not, you keep saying it's an administration thing. It's not an administration thing. In order to keep Salo on the roster, they have to keep that spot open. Bellos is going to Bridgeport, Grump. Okay. What do you mean, okay? You keep okay. saying an administration thing, right? I we just talked about it earlier. Ross Johnson, do you think Ross is going to Bridgeport? They just would have waved him. You think Shushnikov? They just would have waved him. Aho, they just would have waved him. They wave Bellows because he's the odd man out. Okay. I. That's fine. I thought it was to, it's just some type of administration move so they could get uh, Salah back up. That's all. I didn't Salah's realize he had to, tonight, right? I didn't realize he had to be sent down. Salah's in the lineup tonight, right, Grumpy? I don't even know. I don't know. No, Ajo's still in the lineup. So go. I was in the lineup tonight. I, do you think they're sending Salo down? I I don't know what they're doing. That's what I'm do you saying. Think, do you think they're rolling with six defense? Had, you remember when they had when uh, Kamrov was on the team? He had to put he put on waivers every once in a while. So that was because uh, it was during the time period of COVID when the waivers worked differently. You had to okay. waive them every so often in order to make sure that they still could stay as a healthy scratch and practice with the team. That's not something that's still applicable today. Oh, okay. I don't like I said, I don't know if that's a rule or not. It's not. Um, but yeah, it's they got Aho in the lineup tonight. I I'm still that's another area where I'm kind of shocked. Sebastian Aho playing over Robin Sallow. 
I think Ajo has not looked good defensively. I think he's at best a seventh defenseman. He still gets time over Salah. I thought Salah has played well in the extended time or the shortened time period he had. He was shaky in the first game of the year. What are you expecting from a guy who's just breaking his way into the NHL? I'm just telling you. The second game, he scored two goals. That's why I would have, if it was me, I would have gotten a veteran to play with Scott Mayfield, a cheap veteran to play that bottom pairing role instead of Sebastian Ajo if something's not going right with Salah. And then just kind of work him in as the season goes on. That's what you want to do, right? Now you have Salah, who's not great defensively. He'll move the puck. And he's working okay with uh, with Mayfield, but still, you kind of want a little somebody a little bit more of an upgrade over Aho back there. If you're not going to play Salah, I think he's given up. He's hemorrhaged. He's hemorrhaged opportunities going the other way. And I think again, he brings something on the offensive side of the puck. And I think Robin Salah does too. Again, where do you see growth in these players? Do you see growth out of a guy like Sebastian Aho? I don't. He is what he is. When we look at a guy like Salo, I see that there's still growth opportunity and potential in him. Uh, shit, guys. This is a team that we have to have growth from young players in order to continue to, to in order to continue to improve. It's that simple. And when we're not having that, it's really tough to be successful. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I I just and that's why I wore the Barry and the Vet shirt today, because the more things change, the more they just stay the same. Well, I wouldn't say Aho is a vet. He's a veteran now. What's he, 26? Do you consider that? I, I don't know. I, he's only played, what, a handful of games in the NHL. Okay, but he's been up with the team for years. He was an overager when drafted. I can't I'm just remember. saying with Bellows getting waived, um, with him getting seven minutes when he plays, and just you know playing Bailey on the first line, no matter how poorly Palmieri and Parise are playing. They just roll him out every day. We're only going to bench. We'll get a bunch Bailey for whatever reason. Then he plays on the first line. Anthony Bavillier gets benched. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't understand what we're doing. I guess that's the biggest concern for me. What are they doing? When, he's 26. I had a chance to pull that, but I, I still don't consider him a vet. I, you know, it's, it's, I guess they're going to be fighting off between six and seven or maybe alternating. The thing it comes down is the forward group. They're going to always run with seven defensemen. You need to have an extra guy in case somebody picks up a, an injury as they're skating before the game or an injury. You just always have to have seven defensemen. Just that simple. Can't go running out there with only five guys because you're not prepared. But I mean, like it, it comes down to Ross Johnston and Shushnikov. I, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. This is a team that's looking for answers. And you already know what you've got, and guys like uh, well, why not <laughs> wave Matt Martin? There's a lot of guys on this team that you can wave, but just don't do anything. Mm. I, I just uh, there's so many veterans who've been with this team forever that you could wave. Just wave them. See if someone picks them up. I mean, I it's just it's baffling to me. Andrew L said the way to beat the Rangers is to be physical. Every time you check, even ever, even ever so slightly, they fall. They're even falling when they try to hit us. They just don't seem very physical and strong on their skates. So, I mean, like with the exception of guys like Keandre Miller 
and you know the big bruisers out there reeves they're not a very physical team they're a team that is you know they lack the physicality that's something that they want i feel like that's something they more want to address than anything else come this year's trade deadline to be quite honest with you grit guys yeah guys who are sandpaper guys guys who add a little bit of the toughness factor that's what they're looking to add and should add agreed Matthew S. says, good evening, gentlemen. What's up, Matthew S.? Tony, she said, don't talk to your father like that. I don't even know what that was referenced to earlier. You're very there. nasty today. Dude, you cannot you cannot multitask. You're very nasty today. It's very, it's very tough to work the with. People know. The people know. They know. Grumpy, that comment was made an hour ago. What's the difference? You were nasty an hour ago. You're nasty now. Ah, is that what it is? Huh? It's a pattern. You do not do a good job of multitasking. You know how I like play around with a whole bunch of things that are going on here and I can manage to multitask? Dude, it's like for whatever reason, when I'm going and talking and you just say, yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm talking to a brick Let's wall. Let's move on. Let's move on. Now we want to move on from that. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. What's up, Matthew? Um, Brian J says, I guess Romanoff wasn't worth the first, huh? Well, remember, he's got so much potential to grow offensively. Remember, that was one of the big things we were sold on. He can grow a lot offensively. How has that worked out so far? Has he has he struck you as a guy that's got a lot of offensive potential? No, he hasn't to me. He's a defensive. He's more of a a wrecking ball back there. I don't think he's great positionally defensively. Hasn't shown anything offensively. Um, he needs to be have the the rough edges kind of filed off of him, and then he can be maybe pretty good. But he needs to stay in his lane, which is play defense. I think he is a guy who doesn't have a high ceiling. I think he's a guy who's just physical. I think he's a guy who can improve defensively. I think that's where his his ability to improve is offensively. I think he's a waste. He doesn't bring anything off. He never will. He's not going to be a guy who ever brings anything offensively. And I hope I eat my words on that. This is a guy who scoring 20 points in a season would be an aberration for him. If like he's Adam top, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Being Adam Pellick is the best case scenario for this guy. Do you spend a first round pick on Adam Pellick? If you're trading for him, you say, yeah, I'm giving up a first rounder plus or I'm giving up an early first rounder for Adam Pellick. I don't. But maybe some people do. If if you were trading Adam Pellick today, you'd get a first round pick for him. You don't think because so? Of, because of the contract he's on. It's the fact that he's a good defensive defenseman. You get a first round pick for him. Certainly. Okay. So okay, here's the thing. Now we're moving the goalpost of the situation of the conversation. I said the best case scenario for this kid is he's Adam Pellick. Best case. Adam Pellick is still heralded as one of the best defensive defense, and I think he gets a little bit too much hype for that. I think he's a very, very good defensive defenseman. Top five in the league? I'm not sure. But that's the best case scenario for this guy. Okay. You need to, you need guys to play defense in the defensive-oriented system. You need guys who can play defensive defensemen. Just do. You're you were trying to go ahead and bring it to saying he's worth a first round pick. You're you're talking the wrong conversation. I didn't, first of all, I didn't say he was worth a first Adam round Pellick pick. would be worth a first round pick, right? No, all I did said. all I piggy you said you didn't think Adam Pellick could get a first round pick. I think he could. Okay. I think sure. he absolutely sure. could. Sure, he first round pick, pick and more. You were talking about Scott Mayfield getting a first round pick and more. He's a defensive defenseman. That's I, what he the does. Reason, the reason Scott Mayfield, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, the reason he gets a first round pick and more is because A, he was on a extremely cheap contract, and B, he's a guy who's just a rental. I think for a guy like, I mean, you could have, okay, adding 
Scott Mayfield for you can add him for 600k to your lineup. Uh, shit. <laughs> He's got you know what I mean. You could eat half the cap. The Islanders could eat half the cap, and you're getting a guy that's less than what the actual <laughs> what the actual minimum is to have a player on the roster. That's what I think made Scott Mayfield unbelievable valuable, and that he had two years on a contract getting paid 1.2 million dollars a year. That's where I think Scott Mayfield's value lied. Yeah, but you're you'd be getting Adam Pellick in his prime. Right? Four years, 28, 29, 30, 31. You're getting him in his prime. You've already said you thought they peaked when they played at 2018, 19, or 1920. I do. I do. He I don't think he's getting any better. But I mean, those guys go for a lot. Come uh He's a top. He's a top four defenseman. Those players go for a lot. I don't know where you've been. Those those players go for a lot at the deadline. Top four defensemen who actually can play defense go for a lot. They're worth a lot on the market. Let me be as clear as possible. I think Adam Pelly can yield a first round pick and then some, but the conversation for Romanoff is not he's Adam Pelic. The conversation well, is Romanoff's best case scenario is he can maybe be Adam Pelic. And okay. that's a lot to give up for a for it's a lot to give up a first round pick for a guy who may be able to be Adam Pellick. Okay. Where was Adam Pellick at 22 years old? In Bridgeport. Thank you. This kid's playing in the NHL already. Do you it's the ceiling. It all has to do with I just talked to you. It all has to do about the ceiling, man. Do you Did think anyone his, think that Adam Pellick's ceiling when he was in Bridgeport was a top four defenseman, a rock solid top four defenseman? No. It's not normal for people's ceilings to just continue to expand at the rate that Adam Pellick did. It's the reason why, right? He was drafted as a third rounder. It's the reason why he wasn't an early pick. And it's the reason why it took him so long to get there because it took him a while to reach his ceiling. Most people, hey, they get to it pretty quick. And that's why they're in the prime of their career, 25, 26, 27. And then they start to go ahead and get a little bit of a downward movement. I'm willing to give the kids some more time. Is he a, is he a polished finished product yet? He's not. All the, the entire conversation was: Was he worth a first round pick? All I have to say is this: He shows no offensive upside to me at all. He's a guy who looks a little lost in the defensive zone. I attribute that to new system, new partners. I'm not too worried about that. He's a guy who's physical. He's pretty much just a defensive defenseman, and he still needs to work on things on the defensive side of the puck. He offers nothing on the offense. That's all. That's all that. Con- that's all that that comment was, Grumpy. At okay. least for me. I guess I here's the thing. If you get a first round pick, how many years till they're in your lineup? Two, three, right? You're looking at a 13th overall selection. Could be a year or two. Two years. A year, two years. A year, maybe even. Okay, but he's young. He's 22. Romano's 22. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. It's not like he's 30. He's 22. I'm willing to roll a dice on a guy like that. You make a deal for a 30-year-old, no, that's not worth it. But for a 22-year-old who has growing to do in his game, I'm fine with that. I mean, he was a second-round pick. I mean, like I said, I don't think he's sound defensively yet. They need to work on that. He throws the body without a doubt. He's a good enough skater. He just needs to have the rough edges, uh, you know, filed off of his game. That absolutely, without a doubt. I never thought he was going to be an offensive player. That's why I said him. That's one of the things that they they advertise him as. The guy has a lot of potential to grow offensively. I'm just saying I haven't seen any of that yet. Maybe because he's so bad offensively that he has a lot of 
uh, room to grow offensively because he's so bad offensively. It doesn't matter if he has any offense to his game if he's teamed with Noah Dobson. It doesn't matter as long as he knows his role is to play defensive defenseman. Has he if he starts so rushing far? up the ice willy-nilly without that skill set and Dobson's going to come back, well, then it's a problem. Has but he if they, so if he if he learns to stay in his lane and they just say, this is this is what we want from you, we don't want you, you know, thinking you're Bobby Orr Jr. because you're not. That's what the other guy's for. If he can learn that and he's solid back there defensively, my, con- my concern, of course, is that he's not really sound positionally right now. Just hasn't been. That's something he needs to work on. The, the coaching staff needs to work on him on that. That's my concern, not the offense. Making sure that he's rock solid defensively is my issue with him. Uh, fair enough, Grumpy. Move along. Frank K says here, offense is awful. Slow, so slow. Sorokin was outstanding. Hundred percent agreement. Brian B said, "Good evening, folks. What's up, Brian B?" Matthew S says, "Was that Romanoff or Aho who got beat by Kako?" It was Romanoff and Mayfield who got beat by Kako. Sal P said, good evening, fellas. Placing Bellos on waivers is a joke. He should be playing ahead of Parise, Paul Mary, and Bailey. I'd agree. I, yeah, same here. Okay. Brian J says, was Romanoff really worth a first now? I told you guys, nope. I immediately said no. But I just think for the 13th overall selection, I I don't know. It's a lot to give up for a guy that aspires to be Adam Pellick. And, you know, here's the other thing. How many teams, we talk about our system is not a system that you play in 21st century hockey. It's not. There's going to be guys after Lane Lambert that want to play a little bit more of a freestyle, and that's something that he can't do. Anyway, Emmanuel R. said, good evening, gents. Why is Bailey on the first line when he was benched a few games ago? It's a good question. Every year, every year he manages to somehow play a bunch of games on the first line. Without any talent or any ability at all, somehow he's on the first line. Every year. Every single year. Because they don't know where to put him. It's like, well, you know what? Let's put him with our best players on the first line. He can't hurt us up there because we got two really good players or two players that we believe more in than him. That's why they put him up there. Because he's a liability everywhere else. Gungun says, fine fellows. How proud will you be of the Islanders if they manage to fart out a win tonight? Sometimes you win games you shouldn't, and sometimes you lose games you shouldn't. And if we win tonight, I would classify that as a win that we shouldn't win or shouldn't have won. But that's fine. It's still a win. But there are going to be games later on in the season where we should win and we freaking lose. You're not going to see me saying, but we should have won that one. No, we lost. So, you know, a win's a win. Yeah. For me, I think we played well tonight. I mean, I think we've been pretty solid defensively. Um, Sorokin has been really, really good. We're just lacking an offense though. That that's our issue. I mean, I'm not too concerned defensively. I mean, I think we'll be able to play defense all year, but we just, it's the scoring. You're not going to win every game. One, nothing two to one, not going to happen. I just don't like the men. Oh man. It just gives me that feeling of my God. We're back into those freaking days. One, nothing win or two, two to one victory. It's just like, Holy crap. Here it comes again. The wicker man says, it's too early. Um, by the way, Sebastian Ajo only has logged seven minutes of ice time through the first two periods. 
So what they're 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 utilizing Sebastian Ajo, but the short shift him and not to play him out there every shift with Scott Mayfield. Well, he's not going to be out there during power play or penalty kill. Just not going to be. There's been quite a few, you know, we've had how many uh, power plays today? Three, I believe. Um, the Rangers have had Three a couple power of plays and two penalty kills, I believe. There you go. Well, that's 10 minutes of ice time. He's never going to be on. Mm. You figured, though, on the power plays, right? Mayfield's not playing on the three power plays either. So they would be fresh when they throw somebody else out there. I assume they're probably rolling that line out there first. But, but Mayfield's going to play on the penalty kill. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm just saying it's not like okay, gotcha. That you know, because Mayfield's playing on both the power play and the penalty kill, that he's got to rest up and wait until Mayfield's ready. Not necessarily the case. That's all I'm saying. The Wicker Man says it's too early in the season to really be selling tickets. Um, and Wicker Man also says, Why did they put Bellos on waivers? They wanted to make sure that they had room for Sallow. I assume Sallow's gonna get mixed back in the lineup at some point in time this season. You know, Sallow and Aha are gonna be the sixth and seventh defensemen. So discern that information as you will. We're in a spot in a situation where Ross Johnston and Shushnikov get opportunities and chances over Kiefer Bellows. We know what we have in Ross Johnston. You don't fucking play him, but like 10 times a year. I think Bellows at least has a chance to improve. It's just something that's just aggravating. He looked good this preseason. Yeah. I thought in his limited ice time in game one, I thought he looked fine there too. I just. I don't know. Like I said, the kid must have killed somebody's dog or something like that. Uh, maybe kill Lou's dog, run him over or something. I don't know. But I, it's like he can't catch a break. Mm. Um, yep, they did wave him, JG. Absolutely. Uh, Brian J also said Alex Cat would be looking nice on the Islanders right about now. That's Alex. Oh, the Brenda Cat. He yeah. he's a guy who would have fit with uh, Matt Barzal. Would they give it? They give up a first round pick. Um, I don't. I think it was higher than ours. Uh, Chicago got from Ottawa. It's like the ninth or something. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's a deal I would have made. Did they even kick the tires on that, or did Lamarillo think that they had enough offensively that they weren't doing that move? He was just all off season. We need to get defense, need to get defense, need to get defense. Well, you needed defense, but you know what? Yeah, desperately needed offense. Tell me you wouldn't like to see a line to bring it Barzell and Goudreau. How's that for a first line? The Brinkett was moved for the seventh overall pick, 39th overall pick, and a third round pick in 2024. That's a lot. We wouldn't have been able to match that. That's a lot to give up. We would have had to give up a lot. We would have had to give up for a second something this next year, like a first in 2023. We'd have to give up a lot to get the Brinkett. Well, a first and a second is just like a first and a third, what they got. No, they got the they got the 39th overall pick and, and the seventh overall pick. Okay, I thought you said it was a first and a third. They got a third for 2024. They okay, got so they got three picks. In this last year, yeah, they got they got the seventh and the 39th, then they got the the third rounder in 2024. Okay. I mean, we could have you could you could have done something. Maybe you could have moved Bavillier and gotten it. I don't know. You could have picked something else up. Bavillier's looked exactly like what we thought and feared he would be, a third-line winger. He hasn't had a particularly great start to the season. He is not the same Anthony Bavillier that we saw and fell in love with that first rookie season or, or in that sophomore campaign when he was paired up with Matt Barzal. He's just not that guy. 
He's not a guy that you can expect to score 50 points a season. He's a guy who is a streaky scorer at best, and on a good team, he's a third-line left winger. Have you been you know, extremely impressed with his play so far this year? No, no. But who have, whose play has really impressed you in the offense this year? Anyone? Matt Barzal, Oliver Wallstrom. And if I'm picking a defenseman, Noah Dobson. <laughs> okay, that's not much. We haven't had a lot to – I know we've scored goals. Okay, Anders Lee. I'm not saying I'm ultra impressed with everything away from the puck, but what he's done in front of the net and what he's done as a garbage man I think has been fantastic. I think he's done exactly what you expect of him, so I've been impressed with his play. Okay. Who do you think has been disappointing in the offensive end? A lot of players. About Brock Paul Nelson. Mary, Parise, Bavillier. The list goes on and on, man. Brock Nelson. I've been disappointed with a lot of players. Zero goals for Brock Nelson so far this year. In Brocktober, no less. Yikes. October is almost over, ladies and gents. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. We haven't seen any of the Brocktobers because there's he's been got, no goals in October for Brock Nelson. He's tied for second in scoring with Matt Barzal with six points. All assists, yeah. Gingood says, the warden is giving you shit, Grumpy, because uh, about the Islanders because she's not fully pleased with the paint job in your house. No, she's actually happy with the paint job. I'm the one who obsesses over it. Yeah, I was about to say, I heard nothing but raving reviews from the warden, but Grumpy was the one who had the issues with it. True, true. How much of the house did you think you repainted yourself over the over the painter? Um, I don't know percentage-wise, but enough where it pissed me off. Let me just put it that way. Okay, now I need to know percentage-wise. I wasn't thinking about percentage-wise, but how much? I was thought you were about to say a wall or two walls. How much percentage-wise of the house you say? No, you it was just – it was – Mostly just, you know, trim the like the trim areas, the areas where you have to, you know, kind of be really fine. Those are the areas. I'm not painting whole walls, but like certain areas like, dude, you didn't do this. Why didn't you do that? It looks like shit. God almighty. Uh, Tony Chi says, where the fudge is Drew? I don't know. Good question, Tony. Good question. Good to see you, though. Frank, or I'm sorry, um, Apex Legend, a senior citizen, says Lou will be giving Bellos away to fit Parise in the lineup. What a joke. Yes. Yeah, I just don't I just don't understand the love for Zach Parise at 38 years old. What's what's the love affair with this guy? He's been on a downward spiral the last four or five years. Never he's never been great. He's been a good, solid player for a lot of years, but he's not great. Remember the bullshit that, oh, man, it just took Parise a while to gel here, but look at gel here, but look at the production he had in the second half of the season. Zach Parise, man, he's going to be fantastic this year. And you pair with Matt Barzal, I could easily see him scoring 20 goals. Well, Parise, one goal, one assist. That was on one of your buddies, by the way. Well, I guess one goal, two assists. He had an assist tonight. He did touch the puck, I believe. That was one of the potential 20 games goal scores. Yeah, I don't think so. Again, you know what? These guys I, saying, I would I redact that. He did not touch the puck. So he's got a goal and assist through seven games this year. These ex-devils who seem to score put up a bunch of points at the end of the year, that's typical devils. After you're eliminated from the playoff all say no pressures off. Hey, now we're great. Mm. And, and 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 the thing that always concerned me about Parise and even Paul Mary, well, not so much Paul Mary, but more Parise. 
you're playing them top line minutes. You're playing them because you play them on every single type of special teams. You could throw them out there. How is a 38 year old body going to hold up playing 15, 16 minutes a night? I, just, I think it's too much to ask for him. I think he's better in a 10-minute-a-night role as a third-liner to where the only time he fills in on specials is if something catastrophic occurs. He shouldn't be on the power play. He's on the power play. Never. I'm like, I just don't understand. We wonder, like, hey, what, well, our power plays look kind of stagnant. The only thing that's offset our miserable power play is our fantastic penalty kill. If our penalty kill was not a stellar, we'd be we could be freaking winless right now. Josh Bailey's still on the second power play unit. Think about How that. How the hell is Josh Bailey on the power play? Still. Don't ask me. Matthew S. said, brilliant idea. Um, Frank says, thank God you guys are on. Thanks, Frank. What's up? Um, can we get Lou socks? Oh, he's saying that the, the pot van socks are a great yeah. idea. Absolutely. But Lou socks. That'd be a fun little one. There we go. Brian Jay's on to the next Build-A-Bear idea. Um, probably Frank socks also- with holes in them. <laughs> I've got plenty of those. Um, got a comment here from Frank saying, I'm so mad about Bellos. I hate Lou even more. I just, they, they've never given the kid a shot. They've never given him a, remember what was his goal? I want to show, I want to show everybody that I'm a guy who can play night in, night out one game. And he actually That's showed he could play night in, night out in preseason. And he just doesn't, they just don't give him the chance. I mean, I just think that has to just, if I'm him, I know. Well, like you mentioned I'm defeated. earlier, I'm looking to leave. I'm defeated. Yeah, it's like, dudes, why do you want? Why am I here? Why am I here? I'm not even. I'm not even the number fourteen forward. I'm number fifteen forward on this team. Yeah. It's, uh, my God. You think about it. They have carbon copies of the same player. Martin and Ross Johnson are freaking like carbon copies of each other. I think Ross, I think Martin maybe offers a little bit more in the, the penalty kill department because he's a little more versatile there. But I'm like, you don't need bruisers and goons to fight every night. That's not the way the league is played anymore. It's not what we see anymore across the league. Tell me Kiefer Bellows isn't a better player than Matt Martin at this stage. For certain he is. I know Martin scored the goal, right? But, I mean, how many, how many points does Martin have? I know he did score that one goal. One point. Okay. I think the goal, that was it. But here's the thing. It was a nice pass from Corey Perry. Really nice. Absolutely. By the way, Adam Fox just hit the crossbar. Uh, Sorokin is getting tested early and often this third period. Well, maybe Uh, the Rangers Rangers up on shots 30 to 20. Maybe Gerard Gallant says, hey, you guys got to wake up. Yeah, perhaps he did. Um, uh, Wade Flaherty said, this team isn't good. At the game, 80% Rangers fans chanting Potvin sucks oh, at Potvin baby. as he's throwing socks into the crowd. God. See, I'm sorry. If, uh, yeah, I'm Is it really you 80% Ranger fans? Or is it more like 60-40 or 50-50? Maybe they're saying Potvin socks. I don't know. I don't know. Man, oh, man. Goon says, I think I'd be more uh, more of a fan of the Potvin Sox concept if at least some of the proceeds went to charity. That's what I thought they were going to have, like a certain proceed went to charity XYZ. But, uh, Maybe he needs the money. That's what it sounds like. If you're usually financially secure, you're not like, hey, I need these socks and somebody else. But like he probably came up with that idea or somebody close to him came up with that idea and he said, yeah, let's run with it. I would assume he probably needs the funds. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to buy those socks. I was about to say, I'll have to look at them online to see what size the socks are. Frank says Ranger fans are low class. Oh, no. 
Brian J says, I love the fishermen. Some people hate the fishermen. They started an anti-fisherman coalition, Grumpy. Just why? You know what? You know what it tells me? Your team's not any good to watch. If you got if you you're worried about some silly little alternate uniform and that, you know, you're setting up silly little things like that over that tells me your team sucks. Because mm -hmm. if you were winning, you wouldn't give two craps deep. about that. Matthew says, go eat fish sticks and take it deep. Oh man. Um, Frank says, no way. Butchie is great. Cut him a break. It was one game, TJ. Stop being a millennial, he says. Dude, Butchie has struggled as a commentator for... He's not the same commentator he was before. It just happens with age. He's in his 70s. You know, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying it's, a, it's just the freaking honest truth. The only thing... Okay, I could see him messing up the names of the guys on the other teams, but you got to know the names of the players on your own team. Correct. Walterson is that's a bad one. That was a bad one. God almighty Walterson. That's good. I still kind of chuckle at it. Um, JG said concerned about the soft defensive plays. Kako skated straight into net and Sorokin came up huge. Yeah, he I mean he split us like a freaking like a warm knife through butter. Yeah, I mean he cut through the whole the whole team, right? And this the Kako is the guy that oh Kako, we've heard people say. Kako sucks. He's finished. He's no good. They should move Kako. Yeah. What's he's another guy who's what 19 years old, 20 years old. Stop. Stop. They should have just waved him, Grumpy. Yeah. That's what they should have done. Hey, he's not showing much. Let's go ahead and get rid of him. Eh, we don't need to give him a chance. Let's give him seven minutes of ice time. Greg Frost says Butch is the new Pierre Maguire. Oof. I like Pierre Maguire. Oof. I know that Pierre Maguire is not used here in a, in a good way. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um, Strokin is amazing. He said Frank absolutely. And Potvin lives in Florida, I believe. I don't know if he still lives in Florida or not. Maybe he does. Mm, I couldn't tell you. Gungun says I just can't decide which New York baseball team provided a more disappointing end to the to once promising season. Can you both help me make up my mind for me? Grumpy Yankees or Mets, who is more disappointing? I'd say the Mets, right? I think the Yankees, we all had the expectation the home run ball wasn't going to result in successful successful items in the postseason. We knew the Mets hitting was a struggle point, but I wasn't expecting the pitching to suck so bad. I mean, Scherzer came out and had a shitty, shitty game when he was out there in the postseason, and Bassett was like, not much better. I, I was more shocked with the Mets because the pitching just wasn't there. It was the Yankees. And it's because second, secondarily, they say they're going to keep Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone. Well, guess what that means? You're going to just repeat next year what happened this year. Oof. How many years you got to see the same thing? Houston's like, great, we're going to the World Series next year too. That's what they're saying. They ain't beating us. The yeah, somebody I think made mention of it that right now we are the Minnesota Twins to the Yankees in the '90s, where they just swept. The Yankees swept Minnesota every year in the playoffs, and that's what we are. We're just we're just sweep fodder for the Houston Astros right now. Astros are a good team, uh, that's for certain. I just am more disappointed with the Mets because, right, the Dodgers didn't win. The path was clear, I thought, right? You don't have to go even through the Dodgers. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Brian J says, Butch has to hang it up. It's over, dog. <laughs> oh, good gracious. Um and Ledecky is a moron, says Brian J. I thought it was nice when he was out there doing obviously presenting, 
the um, presenting that item, presenting for Stan Fischler. Um, Brandon Gaines says, we know this team's not good enough. An external winger wasn't making the team a cup finalist. Five on five, 90% of the players look like garbage. Tear it down and blow it up. The forward group, except for Barzal and Wallstrom. Having only one year left makes Mayfield and Varlamov very attractive rentals as well. I agree, but you're right. Five on five, we have not looked good. I know we got a goal five on five today, but you look at the first six games, we have looked, we, I mean, again, I'm not including the games where we were the best team out there on the ice playing against, you know, bottom five teams in the league, but against the good teams, we have looked out of place in five on five hockey. Yeah, we look like we're the Washington Generals to the Harlem Globetrotters against playoff caliber teams, excluding today. Brian J said, Ledecky, the guy needs to see, needs to brush his teeth and see a dentist. Oh, no. Um, Shay says, Hi, guys. I know TJ saw it, but Grump, did you see the Fisherman Lighthouse semi combined logo I made for a shirt? Let me show that to you, Grumpy. Grumpy did not. I saw I it and I liked the way it looked. I'll show it to you, Grumpy. Give me a second here. I will give another comment. I'll let you read as I'm getting those items pulled up. Okay. Brandon Gaines says, we kicked the can so many times like the Mets did with their core in the mid-2000s. Got to recognize here when it's time for a change. 100% agree. All right, good. But let me go ahead and show this to you. I like the way this design looks here. The Lighthouse with Islanders on it, Grumpy. I like that. I I like the Fisherman as the main as the main jersey is the main crest. I do like the fisherman too, but I like this little combination. I, I like I like to have the the uh the shoulders have the the lighthouse though. That much I like. Um we did that one. What's up, Frank? How are you? JG says doesn't stay in fish resemble the resemble the fisherman. A really old fisherman. A really old fisherman, huh? Oh man. Josh Bailey scores a redirection goal and on net against Yara Halak. A tip in for Josh Bailey. Wow, who would ever figure he would go down low in that? I know. I don't know. Maybe he saw a juice box on top of the uh, the top of the net, or a sippy cup. Okay, or a sippy hey. cup. Enough. Um, okay, Shay said, "Yep, I made a poster for Sallow. If he was still in Bridgeport on Saturday, I'll give it to him at the game." Did Halak even see that shot? I don't know. I didn't even see it. I don't know. Goon says, Grumpy, any chance of you dressing up as an Islanders Isles fisherman for the show that falls closest to the Halloween this year? No chance. Oh, no. Grumpy, grumpy, I tell you. Um, one thing I didn't notice, the Islanders or the Rangers are playing their third game in four days. Oh, that <laughs> helps. I was about to say they played Sunday. They played. Um, they didn't play Monday, but they played Tuesday, Wednesday. So third game in four days. Oh. Gonna be a little gas. This is going to be getting good. We should be able to start pouring it on. Matt Barzal, another assist. Still has Matt Barzal still has not registered a goal yet this year. Who would have put it in the freaking? Who would have put it? Uh, hey, Josh Bailey's going to score a goal this year before before Matt Barzal does. Mm. Certainly not I. Not me. Mm. Um, why wouldn't somebody take a flyer on talking about Kiefer Bellows? I don't know. Good question. I'm sure a bad team, a bad team should. Yeah. If you're a team in rebuild and you know it, San Jose, Anaheim, maybe even Ottawa, um, even though Ottawa was playing much better this year. Um, why not take a roll of dice on somebody like that? What's the word? You just wave him again. If you don't like him, he's not like he's making $5 million a year. 
Shea says, wave Johnston, not Bellows. Isn't that why they signed him to that that big uh, that four-year contract? Because he's he waiver-proof. Waiver-proof. Aren't those the guys you wave? I don't know. Oh, my God. Out. Bailey almost missed that goal. Holy shit. I'll show it to you on screen. Bailey hit that top shelf. I think he almost flubbed his lines. But it went – I mean, it's a, it's a nice goal, but holy crap. It almost looks like he flubbed his lines on this one, Grumpy. I'll get it pulled up. It was one to where when you look at it zoomed in, he hits a top shelf, but I don't think he was intending for that to happen. And the Islanders are going to be on the penalty kill. But Bailey Grumpy gets a goal this year before Matt Barzal. Who would ever That's a little surprising. I'm going to. I I'm would gonna, not have bet that. I'm going. While you pull that up, I'm going to hit some more comments. Well, I've already got pulled up. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. No cable. I don't know if you see how high this puck hits. Yeah. It hits top shelf. And I don't I'm, think it was intended to go top shelf. Uh, I'm just going to say good goal. How about that? Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm happy he scored. I'm just I'm like, whoo, buddy, that was close. That was close. He puts it in the back of the net. It was a better – the pass by Pulak, I think that is, in the corner, was even better. No. Was Pelic. Pelic. Nice pass by Pelic. Fantastic pass by Pelic. So good job all the way around. Good job, Bailey, coming in front of the net. Not something he usually does. Buck trap for the second period. Bailey, let's just start reading through some of these. Half this roster deserves to be weighed, according to John A. 100%. Bill Burdock says, I'm on the blow up the team train now. The team is hard to watch. Yep. Brian John says, Bring back Mike Sillinger, Doug Waite, back to play. Hey, mm. we at least Doug, I know Doug Waite will set people up. Frank, Frank says, I got to go to a Bridgeport game. I'm only 30 minutes away. Goon, goon, grumpy. 10% of the proceeds go towards children's charities, sales of. Uh, Podvin Sox, I stand corrected. Well, there you okay. go. Well, there it is. There it is. That's good to see. Um, oof. We, God almighty, Romanoff takes a delay of game penalty. Uh, Josh Bailey, one game away from 1,000. They just showed that up on screen. Uh, I pray he clears waivers, says Frank. You and I, well, here's the thing. Kind of hope he does, kind of hope he doesn't, because I wouldn't mind him going and actually getting a legitimate chance of showing what he can do. Uh, Tony Chi says, now the doctor wife thing makes sense. TJ needs special socks. I'm not sure what that means, Tony Chi. I don't Chi. mean either. Matt Carbone says, after this year, if they miss the playoffs and get bounced in round one, maybe it means tear the team down. Mm -hmm. Shea says, Pajot has been atrocious so far this season. Yeah, he's been nondescript, kind of like last year. Right, we wondered with a guy who plays that smaller guy who plays that type of you know hundred percent all the time, running people into the boards as a smaller guy. Maybe he just burns out at thirty. Looks like it could be the case. Stephen I mean, S says really quickly to comment off of that too. Have we really been impressed? I know they've got goals. So have we been impressed with what we've seen out of Kyle Palmieri? Have we been impressed with what we've seen out of Zach Parise? Right. No. Two points is not necessarily something I'm saying. Oh wow, fantastic! He's playing. He's playing great hockey. Hell no, I'm not saying that. Two points in seven games, and I got yeah. Uh, Paul Mary is just another another guy who's off to a for, to to play on the first line, and you played with a line mate who's got himself however many points. He's got himself now eight, or he's got himself seven points so far this season. Uh, all in assists. You would expect that the puck would just trickle in the net. I mean, Paul Mary's got two points this year too. A goal, goal and assist. assist. That's it. Um, yes, Grumpy Steven S. 
says, Isles versus the Rangers, Battle of New York. Either way, one New York team is going to get a win. In other news, I'm getting digs on my team uh, now heading into week eight. Win this week, we get a bye week. Okay. Absolutely. Brian J said this team needs to relocate and never look back. Not oh, God. Damn, Brian J. What is going on there, my friend? I'll let you Sounds read that. like DJ. Oh, is that what it's saying? It sounds like me. I'm ready to relocate. I'm just saying yeah. the property brothers want to relocate the team. Oh, okay. That's Brandon Gaines says, who cares about the playoffs? They're not winning the cup. Do what the Blues did in 2016-17 and sell despite being in the playoff picture. That's what they should do. Um, Matthew C. says, that makes no sense. Frank of Empire State. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow by the ones that are actually describing the game. Um Goon Goon says, wave bellows and don't play Johnston, but keep a bunch of slow, boring old farts. Lord Lou rules. Very true. Very confusing. Wicker Man says, he's still young, exactly. Wave Josh Bailey. Thank you. Brian John says, Matt Carbone, you'll see that you'll see that they will sell the team soon and relocate. That's a TJ Tommy Baffy special. Brian is uh, full in on that train. Uh, Brock Nelson missed a shot, it looks like. Um, uh, Lambert isn't playing the young talent, talent like Trotz. That's why I'm wearing the Barry and the Vet shirt today because that's what it seems like to me. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, Jeff Sobel says that the team does not think much, then trade them. Exactly, Jeff. Jeff G says that's the third time Brock is whiffed. Well, yeah. He's not been good this year. We knew he was going to come back down earth. Maybe not to this extent, but still. Uh, Brian John wants to bring back Garth Snow. I think that's drastic. Matthew Carbone says, can't believe Potvin would even consider it. Uh, Dave Janssen says, is it Brock, Vem Brock Vember yet? No. Uh, Shay says, also, if Lou didn't like or want him, why resign him this summer? That's my. That's the thing that confuses me. Did the same thing with Aho till his career brought it on the vine. You're seeing it with Bodie Wild, and you see it with Kiefer Bellows. If you don't want a guy, just move on. Stephen S says, if you thought the video of a baseball getting fouled back and hitting the camera was scary bad, wait till you see the fast chuckle nuts, but better video recommended. You put up five to six. I don't. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I couldn't tell what that means either. But um, let me ask you this, Grumpy. Speaking about the game, I have to say Sorokin's number one star, right? Absolutely. Thirty-seven saves. Thirty-seven saves so far today. He's had, you know, he has kept us in this game, no doubt about it. Unbelievable yeah. night for him again, and he's one of those type of special goalies that has the ability to just take control of the game and just go ahead and dictate the result. Yes. Yes. A special type of guy. I mean, Halak just looks shaky. He just looks shaky in that. Can't field anything, just shaky. Yep. Absolutely not. Lay off the drugs. Rob G said, how about those Islanders penalty killers? I'd say, right, that we've killed every penalty off successfully so far this season. Don't expect that to be something that remains the entire year, right? Just looking at the law of averages, right? If, we, if we're so hot on the penalty kill so far, do I think we're going to be the best penalty killing team this year? Probably not, but maybe we are. We do have one of the best goal, right? The best penalty killer you can have is a fantastic goalie, right? Absolutely. 
So maybe we end up top five in penalty kill, but I, I'm st- I still expect us to give up penalty goals <laughs> or power play goals. Um, never mind, it's three seconds. I don't know what they. I don't know what it is, Stephen. Um, uh, more than half of the roster is all Garth Snow. True. Yeah, I mean, even you look at Sorokin, they brought him over, but that was a Garth Snow selection. Yeah. Um, Doesn't mean you want him back. No. Of course you don't want him back. Uh, the Wicker Man says uh, the retreads should be playing um, what the young players play, a D, vice versa. Okay. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that means, to be honest. Me neither. Um, Frank says, I'm so upset about Bellos. I actually thought Bellos would play with Barcelona tonight. He ain't playing with anybody anytime soon. Owen J says, please fire Lane Lambert. Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> I'd say the line combinations definitely leave me questioning certain things. That's for certain. It, it's just like we go to the blender. I wonder if we're going to go to the blender tomorrow, right? Because we play, it's tomorrow we play against the Avalanche, right? I No, I think we play Carolina on Friday. I think it's Carolina on Friday. And I don't know when we play um, Colorado Saturday, maybe. It'd be night. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It makes sense. Friday. Yep. The Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are an away game. Uh oh. And then we play the Avalanche at home. Oh, no. We're going to have to travel all the way from, from Raleigh, North Carolina to, to New York, Grumpy. And I'm not sure. Maybe it's going to throw all their schedules off. Mark A says, please sit, Bavillier. Oh, there it is. Lou, Gungun says, is Lou Lamarillo Dave Gettleman? No, he's not. Who do you think is better? Let me ask you that. Now, at this point, I mean, Gettleman was bad, right? Towards the tail end for the Giants. Yeah, but Lamarillo does nothing. It would be like trading away all, if, if you're a football team, trading away all your draft picks for first round draft picks for guys who are 30 years old, 30 year old running backs. How would that work out? Not well. Yeah. Um, John A says, I have zero ideas how or how you couldn't get any draft pick regardless of how late of a late round of a pick. The asset management of this front office has been absolutely atrocious over the last few years. I'd agree. I agree with you. It's just that's the thing that drives me nuts is knowing that we have value and not getting the value back in return. They were showing a picture up on screen, Grumpy, a little while ago. Gallant and Lane Lambert played on the same, I think it was the same college team. Oh, wow. Did not know that. Jeff Sobel, Grumpy's got a comment for you. When Bailey was a healthy scratch, I thought Bellows would play in place of Bailey. But no, Shushnikov plays, and he makes the bad play, which led to a goal against. True. And I apologize. Maybe it was the same exact, uh, maybe it was the same exact WHL team. But they showed them together looking young, grumpy. And I was like, holy, okay, wow. Yeah, I think it was the same juniors team, but I'd have to look that up. But they looked young together, obviously, so they've got some sort of knowledge with each other. Uh, Amari Production says, guess whose birthday it is? Happy birthday, Amari Production. It's Amari Prod's birthday. Amari Production, happy birthday, my friend. Uh, The Wicker Man says, Trots is still being paid by the Islanders. They were talking today on the pregame, or maybe intermission, I don't know saying that uh, they thought that Barry Trotz maybe would be a good fit for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He almost just made me spin my fucking drink up. Holy crap, what a bad move that would be. For who? That's the question. Would it be for Barry Trotz? For the Maple Leafs. For the Maple Leafs. Are you kidding me? They could use a little bit of structure. Okay. 
a little bit. And supposedly, they said what Barry Trotz is about is when you're on offense, you could do whatever you want. That's your time to be creative. Oops. But when you play defense, you're on on his time. Oh, that's wrong. Shit. That's bullshit. Who the, hold on. Who was saying that? Was this the Islanders telecast? All, them, all the guys on TNT, all of them said that. Wow. They, yeah, all they, must, not have, they must not have paid too, too close of attention when, when Barry Trotz is the head coach of the Islanders. Well, Matt Barzell was going in the offensive zone. And we get pissed off. Yeah, stop. The media bomber, whatever that is, says <laughs> <laughs> sometimes Bailey looks looks like he's playing for the other team. True. I'd agree with you. Uh, I'd agree with you there. Um, Brian J says, was Romanoff worth the first now? I don't think so. Um, we've already touched on that. He asked it again, but I guess he wanted you. Um, for who? The reserves are awful. Um, talking about we should go ahead and sit Pavillier. Brandon Gaines says, they couldn't get any picks for Bellos because the coaches hardly played them. To, to give other general managers a proper sample size. And that's the thing. If you want to, if you're trying to maximize the value of an asset, that's what you do. It seems like we go out of our way to depreciate the asset and then we try to move it. It's like, how stupid is that? Shay says, I wouldn't want a line of Bellos, Barzal, and Wallstrom together. Not great defensively there. Well, I agree with that. Yeah. I, you know, we look at it, the skating, only one guy on that line is a good skater. <laughs> that too. And, you know, we talk about how everybody lags behind him. That would be the same way. Amari um, Productions also says, Bavillier Barzal Wallstrom is ideal for me. I agree. Um, they put Bailey in the first line because of the BS 1000 game coming up. They're more concerned with that than what's best for the team. Stunning. Well, hey, he's got himself he's got himself a goal tonight, Grumpy. That should buy him time in the lineup for the next 20 games. Probably our second leading goal score. Shea says our whole team is third and fourth liners. True. Well, Wickerman says Sorokin is the best player. Absolutely, absolutely he is. Shea, they're also saying Bailey will reach 1,000 games, whether he's on the first line or not. And we're winning tonight, says Frank. Yeah, 11 shots was bad. Yeah, they have to win tonight, the Islanders. Here's the thing. Even if the Islanders win tonight, it still does not change the expectation of the outcome of the season. It's just a one game and a, and a game of 82-game season. That's all. Um, yes, Paul Mary did score. We got some palms over there. Paul Mary with the goal. Um, Frank says, my 20 to 25 goal prediction will come true for Kyle Paul Mary. I Thanks. don't think so. Frank, I think we got a long way to go to that. And thank God Halak's in that, says Frank C. He's miserable. That's 100% true. Here you go, Grumpy. Zeppelin, come on. Goon, goon. He's, he's just playing with you now, TJ. I don't even know who Devo is. Whip it. Okay. Halak is finished, says Frank C. Absolutely. Ooh. He is. Bar Production says, Paul Mary, best player in hockey. Yes. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, who? The only Field. person I know is Kyle Palmieri. Field hockey, I think, is what he left out the field part. Oh, well, it's got to be, it's got to be the special type of field hockey. It's got to be, um, it's got to be like some Paralympic field hockey or something like that. He's Ooh. not even the best in normal field hockey, grumpy. Because those sticks are tiny, tiny. I thought you'd have to get so low to hit it with that stick. Well, maybe he's low to the ground already. I thought he could be like one of those guys they put out there, you know, in between periods, and they let him score, skate through the whole team, like that. 
<laughs> oh man or they go ahead and say here you go kyle palmieri take a shot from center ice to win an suv and you get a little tiny you'd be probably pretty good at that um uh john a said halak has always looked shaky against us look back at the games versus boston that's true i guess i didn't true. think of that too um the f minus gets one says matthew s halak needs to hang it up says brian jet yeah he was a miserable goal let in JG says, TJ, you got to give Palmieri a little credit. That was a good yeah. shot. Dude, that was a shitty shot. But that's the thing. When you yeah. throw enough pucks, yeah. it's like when Bavillier scored against Brian Elliott. I said, wow, what a shitty shot. But goalies, they have lapses of judgment, and, and they they struggle at times. They lose focus. And he gave up an easy-to-save goal, a routine save, Brian Elliott did. They didn't say, wow, what a goal by Bavillier. I'm not going to say, wow, what a goal by Palmieri. I mean, that's just a weak goal to let in. But that's, that's the thing. When you throw enough shots on that, you're going to get rewarded. Throw the puck on net. That simple. Islanders, sure. despite being up 2 nothing today, being outshot 41-26. to 26. Five minutes remaining in the third. Tony Chi is saying, guys, I think we just need to trust the process. Lou knows what he's doing. And he believes in Lane Lambert. I know Tony Cheese is just messing with us now. Right, <sighs> Tony Cheese. First day back, and Tony Cheese is back to his antics again. We love it. Shay said Reimer is San Jose's starter. Did we not play against Reimer when we played him? I, yeah, we did play against Reimer. He just looks like a backup. He was terrible. Oh, man. Oh, Blackwood's in there. I'll tell you, Jonathan Bernier went healthy as a starter for the Devils, so that's a backup in my opinion. Bernier for life, Grumpy. <laughs> uh, Frank says, give them some time. Jeez, WTF, it's a new coach in a new system. It's not a new system. It is not a new system. And it's really not a new coach. They know him. Been there for four years. I'd say that they're pretty. If this is if we're putting the new coach a new system, I say this is the the most vanilla milk toast new coach new system we can. It's not like he went from eating white bread and uh, with ham and mayonnaise on it to eating you know spicy chipotle. You went from eating a ham sandwich to eating a turkey sandwich. It's the same shit. Okay. You like when I go ahead and do those comparisons for no, you? No, I don't because they always miss the mark every <laughs> single time. Oh, man, man. Shay says, from here, we start to tank for Bernard. That'd be nice. Okay. Um, people ripping the Islanders after six games. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's uh, Frank, it's not after six games. We're ripping the Islanders after 88 games. This is exactly what we saw last year. We're now ripping after 89 games. People complained last year was an aberration. It was not. The exact same shit we're seeing this year. That's what bothers me. It's not, I don't even care what the record is per se. I care how we're playing. Have you been impressed with what you've seen on the ice? I, this is the Rangers' third game in four days. But I think we played well tonight. I mean, this really? Was, Hold on. Really? You think we played well tonight? What I saw the little bit, this is the best we can play. You think we, oh, so, okay. The best we can play is getting dominated in five on five hockey, scoring a weak goal that breaks that breaks that breaks the uh, that breaks the tie early on, and Sorokin having to stand on his head and essentially have a shutout to win a game against a playoff caliber team. That's how we have to win games. Wow, we're in trouble, guys. If that's the best case scenario for us, we are in real trouble this year. Shay said, "Just kidding. I'm not out on this team yet. You will be, Shay. Give it time." Frank says we're making the playoffs. I think the best case scenario, I mean, best case scenario is we are a fringe playoff team. I agree that eventually this team will make the playoffs. Um, Brian Jay says Fredo is going to take over the Islanders after this season. Yikes. 
Pelic has been impressive to me, but that's about it. Talking about Amari Productions. Mm, I'll tell you. Matthew S. says, nah, let him keep playing. Um, we're coming in. Grumpy. I think it's the coaching. I disagree. Uh, just to let you know that Halak misses another one. Uh, second goal of the night for Kyle Palmieri in the replay. Oh, was that a good shot? It was. That was a good shot. We're giving him credit on that one. Uh, yep, over the top shoulder, hit the top of the crossbar, went in so fast and bounced out that they did not call it a goal. Halak sucks. He's terrible. Oh my God. I haven't seen the replay of it, but my God, what a shot. Here it is. This would be a typical Palmieri where he's like, I'm going to score three goals against Arizona. I expect <laughs> Anders Lee to score a couple now, maybe Brock Nelson. Uh, it's over. Good, that's a good shot. That's a good shot. Yeah, it was a good shot. I'm going to give him credit on that one. The first one was weak beyond all belief. Halak okay. is finished, though, as a goalie. That's correct. Yeah, he's done. Um, but Matthew C says, let's see after 20. You, do we really need to see another 20 games? Do, was was the 82-game season in this year's start not enough to say maybe we're in trouble? For me, it is. This is the best hockey game we can play, and we scratched our way to a 3 nothing lead with we some always play, play well against the Rangers, always. Yeah. Always. Mm -hmm. Wickerman says, pretty sure Varlamov will be gone at the deadline. Well, if we're at sell mode, he certainly will be. Kadri's lighting it up, says Rick C. Is he really? Nazem Kadri, I haven't really kept up with that. I do. I could care less. He's in uh, Calgary, right? Yeah, but I'm interested. Um, well, here it is. We move, we move uh, Palmieri to the third line. He plays a little. Yeah, Kadri. Holy shit. Six games, four goals, five assists, nine points. Wow. Holy shit. That's okay. I still didn't <laughs> want him here. I didn't either, but I'm like, I was not expecting that hot of a start. And his thing, he wouldn't be scoring those numbers here. Correct. Correct. I agree with you. Steven S. says, I really did reverse jinx to Canucks, didn't I? I said they'd be top four Pacific division this year. And um, <laughs> and the take didn't really age quite so well so far. Canucks fans, I apologize for doing this to you. The Canucks are a team that you just look at how they're structured. They need they got a lot of guys who are very soft, who are very finesse, don't have really much grit to them, don't have really steady it in the defensive side of the puck, and do not have great goals. I mean, it's going to suck. True. Um, yeah, Frank's, or Matthew C. says, yeah, Shesterkin saved that first shot. Absolutely, he would have. Um, we get a lot um, for, for Varlamov. I like Corey Perry as the backup. Corey Snyder. I'm sorry, Corey Snyder. Thinking Corey Perry. Uh, the Wicker Man says Varlamov is too good to be back. Varlamov would be a starter on on a, on a handful of teams in the league. A lot of teams. Sure would. He does have that 16-team um, no-trade clause, though. JG says, TJ, are you sure you're not a Rangers fan? No, I'm not a Rangers fan. <clears throat> but I I mean, like, tonight was not – I know we're up 3 nothing. Are we really that – I mean, like, did we look dominant tonight? No. I don't think so. I think the Rangers looked a better team. Yeah, I just when your goaltender you, you sucks. Disagree? When your goaltender sucks. I mean, I thought they played really well against Colorado last night. Okay, against your Sturkin, we lose this game every day of the week. Well, you don't know that. Sorokin, get, Sorokin gets up playing Shesterkin. I'm not saying we lose today. I mean, Sorokin. Sorokin won us this game today. He was fantastic. Sorokin's a top five goalie in the NHL. Sorokin, again, deserves Vesna, Vesna votes at the end of the season. And the shitty thing is, because he plays on a bad team, he may never win a Vesna. 
I'm not concerned about that right now. I'm just saying, this is a guy, if you throw him on any other team in the league, a team that wins, he would be top three, top five of Vezina voting every single season. Do you disagree with that? Not necessarily. I think he's a, he's the best player on our team. He's great. He's really, really good. You don't think playing on a better team with? I think the thing that hurts him for Vesna Trophy voting is because he doesn't win enough games. But we play a solid defense, also. I mean, we're a defensive structure team. Maybe it'd be different if you played on a team where it's run and gun all the time. You don't know. We surrendered forty-one shots today, and we surrendered time periods where freaking people were cutting through our defense like a freaking warm knife through butter. Okay. Okay. Um, Shay says the Islanders are allergic to putting pucks in the net. Generally speaking, yes. The worker man says, put the puck on net and good things happen. Exactly. Very true. Goalie's going to let some weak ones in. You have to do it. Um, F him. He's a piece of shit, says Matthew S. Talking about, I think about Paul Mary. Um, Shay says, we also looked faster against Anaheim and the Sharks. Yeah, I thought, and I think the Islanders came out and skated well today against the Rangers. Hmm. The Wicker Man says Sorokin is definitely capable of the shutout. Well, Wicker Man said that an hour ago, and hey, it came true, Grumpy. Came true. He was capable, and he saw and conquered. John A. says the Rangers played Colorado last night. Why would the play Shesterkin versus us instead? Oh, no, they wouldn't. No. Yeah, they're the better team. You put your better goalie against a better team, and you hope your backup can win a game against a team who's less talented. That simple. Um, freaking Ajo, says, says, says Frank. Um, JR's a power play. Andrew L said, why can't he watch the goddamn game? How is he supposed to make comments on it? I just wish he could multitask, man. JG said, is this is this is an Islanders podcast, right? Why wouldn't you want to watch the game? How do if we're if JG, if we're trying to just watch the game, what type of content do you think is provided to you guys? That's us all about, right? We could just not ever do a podcast, just watch the game, but it doesn't, I think, provide anything for you guys. Nick D said, TJ Grumpy, how are you guys doing tonight? What's up, Nick D? I'm doing well. How about you? Rough times are afoot. Would you trade for Bo Horvat in a package deal? I'm just curious as to what you guys think. That's all. Um, I don't see Vancouver moving Bo Horvat. They just signed him to that extension. Yeah. Why would they move him? I, I what don't would they want? You have to let's put the shoe on the other foot test. What has value on this team to a team like Vancouver? <laughs> no, but I'm serious. They're not going to be looking for a Scott Mayfield or a, a Varlamov, or you know, maybe they'd look at a Bavillier, but that's not enough to get you Horvat. They're looking for younger players, they're a rebuilding team. That's why you move at the deadline, you move yourself a Varlamov, you move yourself a Mayfield. You get some draft picks. We're, we're we're just in reload now. I hate to say it, just just how and like I said, I'm willing to give it until we see this first ten game stretch. I mean, we won tonight, so you know that's three and four. Are you hold on? Are you really thinking that ten games are going to be in, in the green? We're going to be positive after ten games this season. I don't think so, but you never know. What if we win the next two games and we're singing? We're, not, team, right? we're not winning the next two games. We're not a good team. We're not, well, okay. What makes you think we're winning the next two games? 
Okay, what's more logical? We beat the Rangers because this is their third game in four days, and we're playing their backup goalie who let in puppy who let in freaking charm and soft weak goals today, or the fact that wow, our team just is starting to round the bend, and we're going to beat the teams like the Rangers and the Carolina Hurricanes and the Colorado Avalanche. What do you think is more likely? Okay, I'm not saying what's more likely. I'm just saying I'm willing to give them the ten games to see where we're at. But after that, let's say we're four and six. Or three and seven, they kind of have to say, uh, "This isn't going to happen this year, right?" If we're if we're going to be four and six, what that means is exactly, hey, we beat three really shitty teams and one good team, in a Our, circumstance that benefited us. Because right, we're not beating the Hurricanes on Friday. Do you think we're beating the Hurricanes? Or maybe no we'll way. play the Hurricanes on their third game in four days. I, don't, I haven't checked the schedule yet. People and, bitched about the scheduling we had against. Yeah, okay. So, no. Uh-uh. So, the, the Hurricanes are going to have a lot of rest. The last time they played was on Monday. I wonder if they're going to have dead legs against us. Oh, that man. means they probably play tomorrow night. No, they don't play. They play Monday, and the next game is Friday. Oh, okay. Maybe they'll come out flat to start the game. I'm not worried about that. I think the, the Hurricanes have looked good so far this year, wouldn't you say? Yeah, the last couple of games they struggled a little bit. Lost a couple of games. Four and one. Four, one and one. Yep. I don't know. That's pretty impressive start to me. Uh, but yeah, I I mean, like, right? Three if we four start is pretty good. Three and four is a pretty good start. <laughs> I wonder who's three and four. Oh, wait a second. The Islanders are. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, you look at it. If we go, if we start off the year four and six, we did pretty much exactly what we were expecting. The three really shitty teams we beat, San Jose, Anaheim, and we probably beat Chicago, and we punched one game above our belt. Or one game above our weight class. That's it. Tim J says, most of the time the Islanders are making stupid passes instead of one player shooting, somebody going to the net for the rebound. It's a nice little setup in his YouTube picture there. I like that too. Got a little bit of the Islanders memorabilia. Um, we look better on the power play tonight, says Matthew S. We're still not getting the results on the power play. No goals on the power play. I was about to say, the only thing that has been saving our anemic power play is our fantastic penalty kill. <laughs> the best in the league penalty kill. That's it. Um, I hate Ranger announcers, says Matthew C. Brian B. says Bailey is absolutely useless. He is. Ruben said, I rather fancy the sleek-looking black Jets helmets. They'll be sporting this Sunday. Have you merry men seen them um, yet? If not, by golly, pull up a photo, Grumpy. I've seen those. What do, you think about the black, what do you think about the black helmets? I like the green helmets more just because when I think of the Jets, I think of the green. Yeah, they're okay. They're okay. Okay. Uh, sounds great. Thanks. Uh, the Islanders are outplaying them. Ignore shots, TJ. I don't know. I think they, I, I think the Rangers look better. I just think bad goaltending hurt them, and maybe dead legs or tired legs. Uh, Angelo M says, "Hey guys, what's up, Angelo?" Wickerman says, "TJ, the problem um, is the same problem for the last couple of years. They don't score. Penalty kill is good with their defense and goalie, though. They don't score enough goals, though. True." Shay says, "The Islanders scored a power play goal against the Panthers. Uh, Panthers won on opening night." Two on Sunday. We got three power play goals this year. Seven yep. games. Yeah. Um, Brian J says wave half of the team. Just like, make sure it's the right half. 
Good gracious. Frank says, Aho is like a pylon. The Rangers just skating around him. I just, yeah, Aho is terrible. I just don't understand how he's getting time over, over Sallow. And it caused us, here's the thing. After you just wave Bellows, if he clears through waivers, you're not saying, hey, we're, we're going to waive now Aho. Because remember, Aho would have to get waived. He's on a one-way contract issue. He would have to get waived as well. Yes, that's correct. Wow. Okay. Um, Wicker Man, we'll just do a few more comments, Grumpy, and then wrap up, okay? Someone will end up claiming Bellows and Salah. Well, Salah's not being waived. Yeah, he's not waived. Uh, isn't even playing. I don't know what they're doing. I don't think Lou knows what they're doing. I don't think Lou knows what they're doing either. I had the sound off on the TV and listening to the Islanders Never Stay Die podcast instead. How proud are you both? I'm proud of you, Goon Goon. I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, Sallow is up, Frank. Absolutely. Grumpy, how proud are you of Goon Goon? Very proud. <laughs> I like I like that, Grumpy. You seemed very, it, that seemed very enthused. Freedom, fun, and adventure. That's a new picture right there, the little doggo, the little, the little retriever. It says, the more I watch the show... The more I realize Grumpy is playing chess and TJ is playing Hungry Hungry Hippos. I'm pissed. <laughs> Not like the TJ Rage episode on draft night, but Bellows has upside. Hold on, hold on. What? How? I don't even get this statement. I'm playing Hungry Hungry Hippos while you're playing chess. It's because you're stupid is what he's trying to say. Or maybe he's saying... With my ability to gather so much information and spit so much information out, I'm coming out the leader of this Hungry Hungry Hippos game, Grumpy, and we're gathering so many people from outside of the Islanders Never Say Die podcast walls, Grumpy, that that's what I'm doing in Hungry Hungry Hippos, and you're sitting back quietly playing chess. That's I like the Hungry Hungry Hippos mentality, Grumpy. We need more of the Hungry Hungry Hippos mentality out of you, Grump. You like the Hungry Hungry Hippos game because they eat the freaking... The marbles. That's anything that due to eating. You like that. <laughs> I don't think balls. once again you did one of those ham handed uh freaking scenarios where you try to draw some type of ridiculous comparison that falls flat on its face. Everyone knows it's not. Everyone knows. Uh I mean, you can delude yourself into thinking that you're wily coyote super genius, but you're not. Grumpy, have you been tired today? Is that what's throwing you off? You seem like you're just tired, exasperating right? today. You're just you're like you're so nasty today. I'm nasty today. Everyone notices. You seem like you're reveling in your nastiness as well. I'm reveling in my nastiness. Okay, yes. sure, Grumpy. Or maybe you're just grumpy. I just think you're tired. You're just a little bit. Do we need to? We need to. We need to let you get a little sleep today. You see, your eyes seem like they're tired, dude. This looks like you barely Is keep. There a reason why you are continuing to badger me on the show today? The people know. The people, the people look at the comments. I don't see anyone. Any of these comments say, Yeah, TJ, you're right. They're just saying, What the hell, TJ? I thought you didn't read the comments, Grump. I'm now listening to them as you're reading them. them. I am listening to them as you're reading them. There's oh, been no pro TJ comments here. None. I don't think there's any reason to be pro TJ or pro Grumpy. We're talking New York millennials. That's like a common refrain. It's a it's a common refrain because you and isn't this an Islander podcast? Yes. Why aren't you letting him watch the game, TJ? How can he comment on the game if he doesn't see anything? He doesn't multitask well, and when you're not doing that, it's like when I made the comment about Aho, and you just say yes. Well, I didn't. I had, to do, I had to do I some thinking do on it. I did some thinking on it. As you're watching TV, dude, I cannot. I wasn't watching TV. Oh, Again, just move on from that. 
dude, I have Move on from it. Pretend like it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It does happen. That's why I've, it doesn't happen. Oh my! What do you mean it doesn't happen? It doesn't happen. Every damn podcast you're watching some sort you're of show. You're wrong. You're you're wrong. You're insane. You're you're insane. <laughs> you realize you're just insane, right? When you're going and looking on the left hand side of the oh screen, my god, you act like I don't know the layout of your house. What are you doing? Oh. Yeah, That's Jesus, comment, Jesus please. Christ is right. Look, man, think Salo is better than Aho. My dead grandmother's better than Aho. Wow, that's naked a statement. John A said Aho's terrible defense. Uh, Salo is no worse. Give him some time. Let him learn by playing consistent minutes. The constant yo-yo shift is infuriating. Yo-yo shit is infuriating. Oh man, I tell you, Shay says Salo won't develop slash improve with switching off with Aho. He needs to play, get experience, and learn to get. Better. Gungun said, if you're an Islander fan, isn't it simply un-American if you're not also a Jets and Mets fan? Or am I barking up the wrong goalpost? Like the goalpost bark. That's what it usually is. It's Islanders, Mets, Jets, and Nets. And then Knicks, Rangers, Giants, and Yankees. I'm an Islander, Mets, and Giants fan. What can I say? I'm an Blue collar, white collar. Um, JG said, you guys don't seem to be in sync tonight. I know. I know, JG. We were not in sync tonight. The Wicker Man said. <laughs> what are you shaking your head? Would you say we're in sync tonight? You're ba- you're ba- all night you've been badgering. Must have had a tougher day of work today because you're just attacking. You're like a little freaking, like one of those little, rah, 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 little attack dogs. Grumpy, this show was all friendly, fun banter. But when you're fucking exhausted and doing something else, oh it's hard God, to do the banter. Again, dude. You, what's with your fake news just pushing your narrative all day? Fake news? What are you talking about? Look what are you, you talking you about? Enjoying. It looks like your responses are half-hearted, half-baked. You got nothing to it, Grump. I'm just wanting a little energy out of you, my friend. You I'm realize, not the energy guy. That's you. You realize how these shows go. You read the comments. I comment on them. You're reading the comment, commenting, and then running me down and smiling about it, like that big stupid grin you got on your face now. That's what you've done all night. Then attack me if I turn oh, my man. head one way or the other. We okay. Oh, what are you doing? You turned your head. Oh. Dude, what I cannot stand is when we get we had a lot to talk about today, and I'm bringing up talk as a discussion, and you're just like, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's right. I'm just like, dude, I don't know. Usually, if we don't. Let it go and move on, please. I'm not the one who re-brought it up. You did, and I answered your freaking response to your ass. What are you talking about? Let me ask you a question. Do you have a dead horse in your living room there? Yeah, and I'm going to beat the living shit out of it. I didn't bring it up. You did, and I responded to it. What do you want me to say? Just take it over fucking laying behind, laying dead? What are you talking about? Go to the next comment, crazy. Oh, my God, you motherfucker. I swear to God. Um, Wicker Man says the Rangers should have kept Andrew Cobb. Yeah. At center, and uh, they got from Winnipeg last year. Well, he signed with Winnipeg. He wanted to go back home. That's the thing about it. Didn't he go to Detroit? Oh, oh did he want to go to Detroit? I know he wherever he went, he went back home. I don't know where home was for him. I know it was in the central, the central, central portion of North America. I believe he went to Detroit. Okay, gotcha. They went to Detroit. Um, Milo Brownie says, thanks for clarifying your relationship on the last show. Now I understand. It's just tough love on both sides. Absolutely. Romanoff is still 22 years old, the Wicker Man says. Absolutely. And Romanoff still getting adjusted to the system. 
You know, he's young. Give him time. I think he can improve defensively. I just don't think much offensive upside. John A says, come on, TJ. Your hairline twin would definitely get a first-round pick. I agree. I agree. Bavillier is having a nice game tonight. Yep. You see what I mean, Grumpy? You realize the last six comments you have read, commented on them, and then gone to the next comment. I don't know when you're going to start or stop talking. I you don't know. You are not commenting on anything. You realize reading you are shit. reading and commenting right after you start reading. Then you stop for a second. I'm like, oh, am I okay to say something now? Okay. I don't know if he had a nice game tonight. I have not watched the game. No idea. You, oh, there it is. There You're the one who's watching the game off your phone, badgering me for turning my head, occasionally turning my head, and when? running me down. I don't know if Avilia had a good game tonight. I would have here's the answer. Read the comment again. Read the comment again. <laughs> really is having a nice game tonight. How the fuck would I know? I ain't seen the game. <laughs> Not allowed to watch the game. Not allowed to even look. Not allowed to turn my head. If I turn my head, what the hell are you doing? You turned your head. Oh man, oh man. I tell you, Grumpy. This I, you know, you're funny. You're something else, man. All I've all I've got to say is this. When have you ever been tentative? Do you ever feel tentative? Oh, I can't. I can't go ahead and respond to that one. And don't be. Don't be like you're exasperated. I just asked you a question. You said you feel like, oh, I don't know when I could chime in, okay. motherfucker. I'm reading comments. All just I'm like reading comments. I'm like, okay, gotcha, grumpy. Any input from you would be nice. You realize that usually what you do is you read the comment and I comment on it. You are reading the comment, commenting on it, then going right to the next comment. You are aware of that. Because you're angry, you got. I think maybe you got a little, your little. Uh, is that the warden? I just hear the warden is up. You woke her up. I didn't wake her up, Grumpy. See, she called you big mouth and said you woke her up. Hope I you're happy. Wake, I didn't wake the warden up, Grumpy. That was you. That was you. Woke the warden up. You're gonna have to deal with that all evening long, Grumpy. That's the gift I'll keep giving. Sorry, warden. You just seem very happy with my plight. It seems like. There you go, Grumpy. I'll let you read a few. So and you feel involved. Class, TJ. I'm get you involved in the show. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> it says in that draft class, TJ, maybe you do Romanoff will be good. I think he's physical. Any comment oh, on that, TJ? Oh, man. Um, uh, uh, next um, comment. No, no comment on that. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, when you look when you look at Romanoff, I think he is physical. We talked about it, right? Defense, I think he can continue to improve. He's got to work a little bit positionally. I think offensively, he just has a cap, and I'm just—I—I I, I don't think there's much to the cap. You know That's, what? I like the Anaheim Ducks yellow orange jerseys. I like them. They're nice. I couldn't tell you too much about those jerseys. Is that the reverse retro? I think just they're regular orange jerseys. I don't know. Doesn't matter. They look sharp. Maybe it is their reverse retro. They look nice. Empire State Construction says the other picture we got with Romo. We'll make it an even better deal. Romanoff. With the other pick we got oh. with Romanoff, we'll make it an even gotcha. better deal. Gotcha. D-Cut says, will Barzell score before Thanksgiving? Yes, he will. He scored tonight. He had a point. Not a goal, but he had a point. That's scoring. He'll score before Thanksgiving, D-Cut. Here's the thing. Maybe he'll score against the Hurricanes. If not, I mean, he's, he's bound to score. What, has he now got seven assists? Seven assists. Seven points this year. And, you know, seven tied games. For eight, the team, points. Tied for the team lead in scoring. Tied with the captain, Grumpy Anders Lee. Average oh, Anders. Gracious. 
All he did today was get knocked on his keister by Truba. Oh, there you go. All he did today. Alexander says Sorokin is on fire tonight and earned a shutout. Deservedly so. Alexander said, good to see Sam Fischler and Dennis Potvin tonight. Absolutely. Free, I'll, I'll read the long comments because, well, you know. Freedom Fun Adventure says, Hold on. Oh, <laughs> I tell you, see, like you take those little small ones. You just think, oh, yeah, uh -huh, no worries about that one. I'm trying to keep it alternating, Grumpy. So like yeah. I can try to get through the comments and try to show selected ones. So when I hear all fucking night, I'd like I to just drone through them all. And you could just sit there and play yeah. around on your computer and watch TV. You do what what you I would do, like man. for people to do is send TJ hard, hard hitting questions like, <laughs> TJ, what is your favorite color? Oh, is that what you think the questions are, huh? Cat or dog. Oh, Stuff man. like that. Something you can handle. Freedom Fun Adventure says, Romanov, a great acquisition. 22 blocks everything. Great skater. Plays big minutes. Strong passer. And having watched him on the Russia and Montreal, he makes offense happen. Guys to wave. Bailey, Parise, Palmieri, and Shushnikov. I, we haven't seen that from Romanov yet. I'm just going to say that. We haven't seen that. He certainly, we've seen him. He's very good at blocking shots, very, very physical. physical. Positionally, he's not very sound yet, and I haven't seen anything offensively from him. Have you seen any passes where he makes a cross-ice pass or he makes an outlet pass to go ahead and spring offense? I haven't seen any of that. Strong pass or question. I'm not saying he can't do it. I just haven't seen it on the ice for seven games in. Um, Wickerman says, TJ, first-round picks don't always pan out. Yep. Right, and my whole point was that, you know, before it's two years before – a first round pick is going to possibly pan out. He's 22. He's already been through the tough times in his career. He's just be getting better and better. He's only going to be 24 in two years, and he'll be a mainstay in the lineup. That's the issue. That's the problem I didn't have an issue with. Brandon Gaines says the Islanders got Romov for tw Romov, uh, 22 years old, and Isaiah George for that first round pick. Since Nazar's ceiling is basically Pajot, best okay. case. In okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Brandon Gaines, how can you say? Uh, you can let me finish reading the comment before you chip. I'm sorry. Let me, okay. let me finish yeah. reading the comment. I realize the long comments confuse you. That's why I decided to read this one. Is that oh my God, ceiling, bro, he makes fun of me? I'm gonna cry. Grumpy's so critical. Nazar ceiling is basically Pajot, best case scenario based off skill set. I still don't see an issue with this trade. It's not an aged vet trade like Palmieri and Zajac. That's my whole point to the trade. It's not like you traded for a 30-year-old, you trade for a 22-year-old. Go ahead, okay. TJ. Comment away. We have got to ask, do you really think Frank Nazar's ceiling is Jean-Gabriel Pajot's third-line center? I don't know. That's a little That's a little quick to judge. The guy was drafted how many days? He was drafted a month or like three, four months ago? I, I don't know. Really quick to be saying, yeah, Frank Nazar's ceiling is a third-line center. I mean, like, I know he's banged up right now, so he's not playing for the University of Michigan. But the guy was a highly touted individual, and I don't know, skill set-wise, I don't know. Hey, you look at his production, he's had it so far in juniors. Jeff Sobel says, Romanoff is a solid passer. Great body checker um, and has some offensive skills. Romanoff has some potential. He's only 22 years old. Right. Thank you. Uh, the only one who just is irrational about this is you, TJ. Hold Order on, here's another long one from Storm Chase Mike. Let me get this one. Islanders never say day podcast. This team needs to play as if they're on the penalty kill at all times. Heck, I play five on five on four at this point. They 
play with urgency in this scenario. There what you took go. you so long to get over that? Well, comment. he left out a word, so I had oh, to finish oh, reading it. crazy, it crazy. Together. Sometimes when these people type in well, shit, they're no, not no, grammatically no, correct. Isn't that your no. issue is when they actually type the right words and you just change the word oh, or just delete it. words. I, if I have to add a word, I got to know in context. Here's a comment for me. Right? Question mark. No, I'm just kidding. Brandon Gaines says, Adam Pellick was highly maligned before the 2018-2019 season and hated in the first half of that year. My goodness. Let's give Romanoff a freaking break long term. I, He's okay. talking to you here, TJ. Adam Pellick was maybe maligned, but he was maligned by retarded fans, dumb fans. We were on the boat immediately saying, first game of the season, Lucas Spiza should not be in the lineup. It should have been Pellick. I liked what we saw out of Pellick. It wasn't like until at, the people needed to see a sample size of 80-plus games of success before they said, yeah, that guy can actually play. We were able to see it during preseason. I'm not so sure. I'm just saying the best-case scenario for this kid is he's at Adam Pellick. Best case. You know, Tonight, Anaheim is playing Tampa Bay. Do you want to know who the starting goal tender for Tampa Bay is? I don't know. How would you know this, Grumpy? Brian Elliott. That's who. How would you know, Grumpy? Who's in net for who? How would you know this, Grumpy, if you're not I watching TV? I look oh, yes. Yeah, so now you're I saying look, every time you're looking over there, you're watching the lineups. Thank you. Thank you very much. Where'd you see the lineup, Grumpy? The lineup card. Where'd you get Rob that? G says, card, grumpy? Rob G says, Islanders <laughs> are going to win tonight, fellas. They're playing great defense. If they don't back down, it should create good transition to offense. Stay strong, Isles. Oh, man, oh, man. That's I still don't funny. think we played great offensively, but we were really solid defensively. Tonight. The Wicker Man says, come on, TJ. Calvin DeHaan was a first-round pick defenseman. Okay, not all first-rounders pan out. I'm just saying, we know what it looks like. You could say pretty quickly, I know what the ceiling looks like in a guy like Romanoff. What has been Lou Lamarillo's history when drafting first-round picks? Who have they been? Who has it been? What? When Lou Lamarillo has drafted first-round picks for the Islanders, how has that panned out? He's drafted one. He's a career minor leaguer. So maybe it's better to get an established young NHL player instead of him. Technically, he drafted Oliver Wallstrom. He didn't draft no, them. Not. He didn't draft them. I'm just saying technically he did. There was no technically about it. He was here for a week. He had nothing to do with it. When if he could have traded, if he could have just say technically, I don't I don't give him credit for it, but technically he did. If he could have identified if Scott Stevens and Scott Niedermeyer are coming back, he would have moved those picks as well. <laughs> good gracious. Oh man. Frank says hit the thumbs up. Sorokin looks good tonight. Decut saying, I hope Bellos gets claimed. The kid is wasting away in the press box. Same here. Sean Davis said last five minutes of the period was brutal. The bellows waving was terrible. He deserves a spot over these geezers. True. I'd agree with that. I'd agree. The worker man said, David, um, it might be what works best for him, unfortunately, but the Islanders would end up with nothing. Talking about if they waved him. Well, that's yeah. just poor asset management, isn't it? If there is any sort of value for that type of guy... My God, I you know, I can't imagine there's much value though for him. He was a guy who was in between AHL. He was like a he's like what they call in baseball four A player, without being given the opportunity or the chance to prove that hey, can he be an MLB guy or can he be an everyday NHLer? Well, you get twenty games and assist in that where you're playing like seven minutes a night. Really tough to break through and be successful then. It is. If Casper Holmstrom was, um, like in the minor baseball leagues, where would he be right now? Would he be a 
still a high rookie ball, or would he be? I think he's AAA. You think he's? I don't think he's AAA. I mean, that's where it is at the AHL. I think he's with you ECHL. If you're, in the- he'd be playing with the Trenton Thunder. That's what I oh, think. Trent Trenton Thunder or AAA team? They're Double A. Are they really? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, get Bailey off the freaking first line, says Alexander. Yep. Jake Bellow says, please, somebody pick Kiefer Bellows up. Anybody, please. But I still watch your show. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, I Jake. Agree. We're, we're rooting for Kiefer. We are. We are. He's been done wrong again, again and again, again and again. Again and again. Um, so, yeah, Sean Davis saying we cannot finish. Uh, At all. Frank says, TJ, you're clueless. Islanders are playing great. Sorry, love you. <laughs> Okay, there, Frank. I I thought we played well today too. Even though we gave up a lot of shots, I still think we played well. It's not like they were all point blank. I mean, there were some high danger choice chances, but I thought for the most part we played okay. You have to rely upon your goaltender to bail you out on multiple occasions. That's when we say, "Wow, I'm happy we won." I thought it was a closely contested game. That's a game I could see going either way. And we got the first goal. And I think, hey, you know, uh, high tides raise all ships. First goal was super important in that game. Unbelievably important is right. I agree. Um, Sorokin's best game of the year by far. Absolutely. He always plays well against the Rangers. Him and Sesterkin have that, you know, that rivalry. I know Shosturkin wasn't in that, but still, he plays well against the Rangers. He gets up for that. Rob G says, Bellos is gone. Wow. I think Johnston and the other guy uh, that got scratched, Shushnikov, tonight are better anyways to help. I don't think he's gone. It just means I think that they can move him down to the minors if they want. When he's waived like that, if you call him back up and then you go ahead and bring him back down again, you got to re-wave them. It's not like you rave him once and you now have access to do that for the rest of the time. If you call him back up, that's how it has to be done. Okay. Um. Gungun says power play still sucks at the four period. Uh, wait another four decades to address the need head on. Yeah, we've had power play issues for a long, long, long time. Um, Another thing Potvin talked about when he was, uh, you know, talking about the, the golden days, how their uh, power play was like 33%. Think about that scoring one every three times on the power play. That's better than any power play unit you see out there in the league now. Now, I will say, um, Colorado is like 10 for 18 on the power play this year. So <laughs> something's going to break. So, something's going to give something. <laughs> well, maybe we'll start surrendering goals before that time period. Maybe we'll start surrendering goals against Carolina. Who the heck knows? Um, and, uh, D cut says where's D cut from where's D cut from. I don't know. Who is D cut grumpy? Isles misery rated R. Oh God. Those people, those, those fantastic Facebook fellas. Oh man, yikes! That Facebook group, that dreaded Facebook group, Grumpy. He probably wants to come down after he sees how nasty you were to me today. He probably uh, wants to go uh, find you, give you a beating, and then go back on the show. Ah, uh, is that what it is, huh, Grumpy? I think so. D Cut says, after two days off, we looked like a tired team. The last five minutes of the second period, the Rangers played last night. Bad sign. Mm. We won, though, so. How do we look? I told you before, I don't care if we're winning or losing just quite yet. I, I, I can't worry about how we look. I thought we looked better today. I thought we looked like we did 
not as good against Anaheim or San Jose because they're, they're not as good a team. But I thought we had a lot of energy today for the most part. What I saw anyway. Mm. What I was allowed to see anyway. I, no, well, you weren't allowed to see anything, Grumpy. I had to sneak it. <laughs> you did a really <laughs> shitty job of sneaking. Were you like the kid? Were you like the kid that <laughs> was sticking his hand in the cookie jar and mom and dad always got you like, Grumpy, you get uh, not good at sneaking, man. Are you going to go to the next comment or what? Or no, you just stay on that one for the rest of the night? Is that what you want, Grumpy? We can do that. I'll just I'll just hit the comments now. We want to get through them anyway. Rob G says Scott Mayfield is playing good tonight so far. Okay. I don't know how you can judge a guy six games in. TJ AK Romo. Okay. Does has he shown you? Seven games in now. Has he shown you anything offensively at all? The answer to that should be no. That's not his role. I'm telling you, based off of how he was advertised, he was advertised as a guy that has room to grow offensively because he's got yeah. the skill set. He does I mean, not have the skill set to they grow. Did, they didn't say because he's got the skill set. They said he needs to grow his game offensively. That's not what he is. He's a defensive defenseman. That's why a pairing with Dobson is fine. We don't need two guys rushing a puck up. Seven games in, we could say, yeah, he doesn't have much growth offensively. Seven games, we can make that adjust assessment. I'd say there's nothing wrong with that. I just think he's more of a guy. He's more of a guy who's going to be a steady Eddie. It's simple. Ponyberg Curtis says it was Aho that got beat really badly by Kako. Straight walked around him, and Sorokin came up big. Yes. No, I thought it was I thought it was Romanov and May, uh, it was definitely Mayfield. Mayfield and Aho. I think it was the two guys he skated through for that opportunity and cut through him like a warm knife through butter. Sal P said, "What has happened to Jean Gabriel Pajot? This guy hasn't come close to looking like looking looking like he did when we got him. Another bad trade, Lou. Those guys in the like, offseason. Yeah, we mentioned it in this podcast that you know maybe he's a guy who." You just get to be that certain age with the, the type of style of game that he plays as a smaller player, really, really physical, hard charging at every corner. The body just doesn't hold up. Maybe that's where you're at. He's lost a step or two. I mean, he's in his 30s now. Uh, just a little news alert. The Islanders are in 13th place in the Eastern Conference right now. They're moving on up. Woo! It's close. It's early, but come on. Um, I'm not too worried. I said that just as in jest earlier. I, I don't think we finished last in the conference. I no. think we're a team that finishes on the outside looking in. That's all. Ponyboy Curtis says, boy, do I hate the Rangers. How do you think Queen Lundquist feels about his former team? I don't know. No idea. I don't care about the Rangers. Dallas McDonald says, you know, whoever picks up Bellows, he definitely scores on us um, sometime this year. I hope I he, he doesn't get picked up by anybody and he gets sent to the minors. I hope he gets a chance. But you know, Maybe you, they just want to make sure he gets playing time. And if he's not going to play on the big team, he's got to play there. Shay, good point. I didn't even look at this. Yeah. Our centers have zero goals. Still true after tonight. Wow. Wow. Remember, we have so much depth from our center position. Zero goals from our center group. Brandy Gaines says Lee has scored. But he's also taken a mountain of penalties. 
So it's an overall net negative. I and think he's done his job really well this year, though. He's taken a lot of minor penalties. He's had a lot of those reach-in penalties, trippings, hookings, because he doesn't move his feet. Those are the type of – and you don't hear them saying that on the on the broadcast, the Islanders team. They're real quick to mention if a young guy does it, but late, oh, yeah, well, this stick got in the wrong place. How about moving your feet? Those Even tonight, didn't move his feet, tripped the guy. Move your feet, get the body in front. Goon says Boone would have been out there or would have been out there like shit through a goose, shit through a goose long ago if General George was still ruling the roost. Very true. Like shit through a geese. I never heard that one. That's a good one. You never heard that saying? No. No. When it, did you ever use that saying? Yeah, like shit through a goose really fast. <laughs> You've never said that before. Oh, I have said it. We're going to ask Sun X. I'm not buying it, Grumpy. Rob G said, come on, Grumpy. You know we can't lose this one. Why can number 18, Bavillier? why can't number 18 uh, even score? He's lightning fast out there on the ice like WTF. I don't know. He didn't score today. Alexander 30, thought he played great. I don't know. Um, the Wicker Man says, you can't blame Bailey. When he's just playing them on the first line, the same BS when Trotz was the coach. They've done that forever. Somehow he manages to play on the first line for a number of games. I never seen a guy with less talent play on the high marquee position just because he knows how to uh, conjugate a verb and uh, do an algebra pro uh, problem, an algebra homework. That's it. Pointer said, between the failed engagement, Shannon's dick necklace, Lane Lambert's puzzled look on his face during postgame interviews, the zero goals from any of our four centers, time to cash it in, boys. Sell the franchise. Wow. Hold on. Who's the, who had a failed engagement? I don't know who that is. Oh, the, the guy in the stands. Oh shit. That's that looked like an act, though. Was it not? Did you not? I thought that was a I thought that was staged. I don't think that had, was an act. She went ahead and no and went away. He oh, just so you're trying to say that maybe I don't I don't know. What the hell? It I don't know. If you had proposed to a lady and she said no to you on center stage, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm just gonna sit here and go back to drinking my beer and act like nothing happened. I'd be like, I need to leave. Well, maybe you want to watch the game. She left, but see, she left. I'd be like, I need to leave too. <laughs> now, I've said this before. Here's what it would be. That relationship is over. Correct. That relationship is over. Correct. I hope you, I'm not seeing. I might have left, and and she might. Where are you? Oh, I'm back home already. Yeah. Sorry, stranger. Go find your ass another way home. Uh, there it is. Gungun says, "Grumpy, don't feel bad about the paint job. You're not happy with. I just had my driveway expanded, expanded by the Foolers. They did a ninety percent decent job, but also a ten percent half-hearted rush job." That's what happens at the end. They try to rush through at the end. It's like, yo, do the job 100%. That's what they should do. Point of Point said, of says, join. I didn't join Isles Twitter until this year, and it is indeed very toxic. I wouldn't it know is. about that. It is. Storm Chase Mike says, the Islanders never say day podcast. How about we play consistent, constantly on the penalty kill we play or yeah, okay. I think we read that already. I know, but he clarified instead we need to play the urgency like we're down four on five the entire game. Okay. Yes. Um I love how Bailey oh, I'd love to see Bailey score a hat trick. Oh man. Wow. Amazing that fella. 
Oh my God. I tell you, if Josh Bailey scored a hat trick, I don't even know what the reaction would be like on the show. That's Has he sure. ever scored a hat trick? No. I know Andrews Lee scored. hasn't either. Shay said, I'll design the loose socks. Oh God. Bellos equals Hosang, says Goon Goon. Yep. I'd say they're somewhat, somewhat comparable. Shay says, Martin has got three points, one goal, and two assists. Thanks for that, Shay. I knew he had a goal, but I wasn't sure anything else. Um, uh, Fruit and Fun Adventure says, TJ, the league is getting much tougher and fighting is coming back. If you notice the two Florida games, Kachuk was able to play his game and no rough stuff after the whistles. Uh, Potvin Sox is donating to charity too. Good. Yeah, TJ today attacked me. He attacked Islander legend Denny Potvin. He just he's been off the chain today. Well, hold on. Kungun said he thought it was going to a charity. He said, Wow, I thought those socks would go to a charity too. I, what do you mean, Grumpy? I wasn't okay. You're accusing him of just taking the money earlier. Yeah, I was accusing him of creative accounting too. And he needs to be looked at. He's embezzling those funds going to charity. You, Take you a close him, look at Dennis Potvin. Is that what you, I said, Grumpy? You practically called him Brett Favre. 2.0. Holy shit. Who is Dennis Potvin? I only know Brett Favre who wore that jersey for the Islanders. And I had to stop you before your, your slanderous comments went any further. I was maligning the good name of, of Brett Favre and Dennis Potvin tonight. There oh, you go. Uh, Frank, D <laughs> look at the picture. Look at the picture, Grumpy. He's got an Islander wearing the bag head. Oh, God. That's probably an Islander employee. Didn't oh, let anybody know they worked there. Oh, it's even worse. I picked up a Barclay Goudreau uh, on my fantasy, on my Yahoo team, and freaking Paul Mary scores. Yeah. Jay Clark says Ranger fans suck. True. Except the ones that listen to this show. That's Those right. really good Ranger fans. Uh, Point of says, here's a serious question. What with, or what with Potvin announcing for the Panthers so many years, has he switched alliance? No, he's not with the Panthers anymore. Now he's back to Islanders. He did that for a job, and now he's not doing that any longer. I think he did a year or two in Ottawa, and now I think he's you know just selling socks. Butch Goring equals Ralph Kiner. Oh wow, real Ralph struggled at the end as well. I didn't That's it's tough. You get to be in your seventies, man. It's difficult. Jay Clark said the owner should move Bellows now while he has some value. Well, he's available for anybody just to pick up for free. Yeah, uh, not much value there. No value there. Well, nothing we would get in return, that's for certain. Um, Aaron Judge and the Yankees were more disappointing, he says. Thank you. Um, says, I've never been involved in Islanders alumni stuff like uh, Bossy, Gillies, Tonelli, Smith, etc. Those guys um, were always active with the team or fans, it seems, one way or the other uh, over the years. Potvin wasn't. I think they all lived up in on Long Island where Potvin is not. Matthew has said, no, the Mets, way more disappointing this year. And it's not because Matthew's a Mets fan like me, but uh, it's because they just were grumpy, and that's science and facts. Okay. Um, who would win in a fight? A two-on-one. Martin and Johnston versus Reeves. Martin and Johnston. Well, Martin would probably interfere with Johnston beating up Reeves. He'd be one of those guys who's grabbing the arm as he's trying to throw it like the wife of Johnston, and then he wound up getting pummeled because she's trying to hold them back. We've oh, seen God. those in many fan fights. Many those fan people fight. get beat up. Oh, goodness gracious. You got some do-gooder trying to stop a fight. 
and they wind up hindering the person and gets beat up. Unless somebody's knocked out unconscious, that's the only time you break something up. You just step in between that Let guy who's go. getting pummeled. Let Let him, if they're both standing tall and they're both throwing punches, I'm not getting in between that. Um, Talis says, whoever grabs Bellows, you can bet he scores this. Yeah, yeah, this season. Um, what a films was up, Sean. He says, well, Poffin doesn't suck. And he kicked the shit out of the Rangers many times. It's a waste of energy by spastic Ranger fans, but I like the socks. Yep. Sure do. Uh, Punnyberg Curtis says, bro, did you watch the documentary yet on Netflix about the Dan Burry thrashers? I didn't watch that yet. Grumpy. Have you? Nope. Crap. I'm sorry. We need to go back and watch that pony, but I know we haven't watched it yet. And Bailey, Josh Bailey scored a goal. Yeah, what a goal by Bailey. Um, God, Bailey gives extremely good head. Jesus H. Uh, Sal P says that's a miracle. <laughs> Shitbag Bailey scores. He still sucks. True. Hey, he wants to sing the Josh Bailey song. Frank does. Oh yeah, Bailey scored. I tell you. Um, I'll let you read that one, Grumpy. Pony Boy Curtis says Josh <laughs> Bailey. I'm not going to read that one. I was joking around. We're not going to read that one. Oh, goodness gracious. His teammates gang up. Oh, my goodness. Gang uh, up on his wife and give him uh, a sip. Uh, oh, goodness gracious. That's inappropriate. I was about to say, I, I half read it and I said, You oh, asked me to read it and then you pull it down. Because I don't read every, I don't read the comment all the way through when I put it up. I'm just trying to get like a little bit of it right if I can. Um, Gronkowski's favorite player, Bailey score. Bailey, Bailey. Um, John A said, Great, just guarantees him more first line time. Ah, yeah, that's the embarrassing thing. Bailey's on a roll, grumpy. Oh, Jesus H. Yeah. said, If we can't beat the Rangers at home with their backup in net after playing a game against Colorado Avalanche less than 24 hours ago, we are pathetic. Exactly. Well, we did though. Third yeah. game in four days, we should go ahead against the backup. We needed to win that one, that's for certain. Um, Scott H also is saying great. Now Bailey stays on the first line. Oh God, freaking Bailey. Um, uh, Andrew L said he was definitely intending to do that. That's the only way to get it that high is by letting the puck get inside of his body and then I, tip. Him I'm not going to say he was intending to do that. It just worked out. If he was intending to do that, Josh Bailey needs to be standing in the Andrews Lee spot because if he can redirect goals like that, moving, he's a fantastic, one of the best damn garbage men we've seen. And we we could go ahead and slap him in front of the net on the Matt Barzal and Oliver Wallstrom line. There it is. Um, Curtis said, TJ said Bailey was Cummings in front of the net. Well, maybe I misspoke. Who the heck knows? Um, TJ over dissecting again. Again. Uh, well, I like the again portion. Yeah, over dissecting again. TJ is ridiculous with the over dissections, <laughs> laughing my ass off. There you go. I try to break it down on a nuanced level. Try to get oh, very in depth. Let's take our deep dive, Grump. Oh, you just become annoying to everyone. That's oh, all. That's yeah. what people are telling you in a nice way. Um and uh what a film saying Bailey for captain after that sniper goal. God. Um Tony G says sometimes a joke doesn't land. I know a lot about those. Special socks equal big socks. Big socks equal big feet. Okay, fair enough. Um and uh it's random, but I love that they show Sorokin spraying water on his face. <laughs> <laughs> that is random, Shay. 
Uh, the Wicker Man says, Pajot hasn't been the same since he was hurt in the playoffs. Do you think that injury might have anything to do with it? Nope. Not now. Two and a half years later? Nope. Yeah. I think he's just kind of, he's towards the tail end. Some people yep. age quicker than others. He's a small frame. He plays a hard physical style, and we've talked about it before. He will never be the same Jean Gabriel Pajot Islander fans fell in love with in the shortened season. Just won't be the case. There is some good news. He's only got three more years left on his contract <laughs> after this one. And not seven or eight. Good. The Wicker Man says, the problem with blowing up this team is nobody will want anyone and should get rid of face when they're stuck with the bad contracts. Um. What scares me is that Sorokin won't sign an extension with how bad the team plays in front of him. That's worrying. That's definitely a possibility. You know, right? Is it is it weird now that we're going from saying, "Hey, Matt Barzal might not sign an extension," and now we're Sorokin might not sign an extension? I know what it sounds like, but it it, it could be possible depending on how we do this year. Remember, he's still got another after this year. He's still got another two years on the contract. Is it two nope, years it's this year and next year? So one more year on the contract after this one. Yep. Yeah, they should go into this off season. Signing to a contract extension. They don't have anyone else worth anything who's up for contract. I agree with Kiefer, you. Let me you got Kiefer Bellows. Who cares? He's a restricted free agent. They waived him. You have um, Zach Parise. Who cares? They're just a couple of guys, but no one who makes any difference. You say that about most of the players on the team, but not that many guys are up for contracts. Matthew, I said, you know who's played well early this season? Sezikis. I think so, too. He's shown yeah. a little bit of a bounce back. Good for him. I like to see that. Mario says the NHL needs to do something to fix the schedule. 32 teams playing 82 games make divisions meaningless. It destroys the rivalries. 100% agree. Um, Google says maybe there's more to the Bellow saga that we don't know about. Maybe he likes candy corn and music by Hootie and the Blowfish. Clad trousers, and maybe that's why he's in bad. I was wondering if there's maybe something we are not aware of. I have to figure it is. Played well in preseason. Has to be something we don't know about. Oh, man, oh, man. Maybe he was taking the gummies that A-Rod took, and he's still taking them. Mario says, honestly, I don't care about the West. The NHL should adapt a similar system to the NFL. Play on the West once and have the remaining 16 games played within the divisions. I agree. I'd like that. You want the rivalries built up. Uh, Andrew L said, that's, that was your favorite team. The Red Wings, not a college team, TJ. Oh, they were playing for the Red Wings together. Fair enough. I took a quick glance at it, but okay, fair enough. My favorite team is not the Red Wings, Andrew L. Well, he was saying that since you've been trumpeting the Red Wings for quite a number of years now. The Red Wings are on the up and up, man. I see it. I can see it coming. James F says, hey, Josh Bailey, with your 999th game, you scored a goal. Uh, Matthew S said, I agree. Six interdivisional games, three to four interconference games. 25 for 25 on a penalty kill so far this year. That's pretty good. That's great. Milo Brownie says, reports are that Trot said he'd be interested in coaching an original six team. Only team. Who might be looking soon is the Leafs. That's why the commentator said about it. Okay, wow, wow. Only looking for an original. What, what do you think the reason for that is? He's, it sounds like a damn prima donna to me. Mm. JG says, Grumpy, are you a fan of the devil's version of I can't get no satisfaction? Or Devies, I'm sorry. Uh, Devo. Devo. Okay. I like the original better. 
I can't tell you. I don't you listen can't to music. Get me like no satisfaction. Okay, gracious. Um, JG said, was that a better shot by Palmieri? Was, was that shot by Palmieri any better? GG, yes, it was a good shot. I gave him credit for that goal. The first one, no, I'm not giving him credit for you. Throw enough shots on that, something's going to trickle its way in. I I don't know. Uh, Palmieri, two goals tonight. Good. Glad he did a good job. Um, okay, okay. The Islanders win the next few games or at least go 3-1 and one versus quality teams. Should we all squeal in delight? No. Hey, you might as well. Are you going to be excited if we if we come out of this, let's say five and five? Consider we were two and four, and we're playing three the next four against high quality opponents. Yeah, that would make me happy. The same problems that we had are still existing. That's the problem I have. We still have the same exact problems. Okay, we played well tonight. I thought we played well tonight. I think we took advantage of our situation. You got to beat the teams that are ahead of you on the schedule. Ahead of you on the schedule. I think we took advantage of a situation that was it set up for us to be successful. Okay. I, I I don't know. There's a lot of reasons why I think we were the better team tonight, and um, I'm just saying five on five hockey. The Rangers look dominant at times. A team coming off their third game in four days, playing with a backup goalie. Anyway, okay. Brian J says Bellows with an angry face. I know, I know, it's pissing me off too. Um, Roy Gamer says Sorokin is Patrick Waugh. There it is. Um, Goongoon says TJ, the Jets didn't look dominant versus the Broncos last week. What are you saying about the Islanders not looking dominant tonight? A win is a win. And early on, okay, when you're looking at the Jets now, did you see that Jets trade, Grumpy, for James Robinson? What did I think of it? I said, did you see that trade? Yes, I did. And I don't think that he'll get limited work this week, but I think they needed uh, between the tackles runner. That's not Michael Carter. With Brees Hall out for the year, the Jets are saying, hey, let's go for it. Look what the Eagles did today. They traded a fourth-round pick to the Chicago Bears for Robert Quinn to get more pass rush on the outside. That's a good move. Uh, maybe they're trying the uh, Rams approach of last year. Hey, Going you know, all go in. for it. it. It's you're not in position to win Super Bowls every year unless Tom Brady's on your team and they don't have him. So you if you got a chance to go all in, you should in, in football. You absolutely should. Freedom Fund Adventure said I posted three comments and TJ didn't read any of them. It's not one of his strengths. Go Islanders! Hashtag team grumpy. Um Rob G said Sorokin is uh best top three goalie in the league. I think he's definitely top five. You'd find a hard time arguing against that. Rogue Gamer says, I'm happy the Islanders victory against the Rangers. Aren't we all? Um, Matthew says, let's see how we play against the Canes. It's a tough game. Very tough. That's going to be a road game. Are you going to that game, Grumpy? I'm not going to that game. That's a very, very – we don't match up with Carolina. Too fast, too aggressive on the four check. Very similar to the Rangers. But they'll be rustered. Three and four, and with the Colorado game in the middle, I didn't realize they played three out of four. Honestly, um, yeah, that's why. Again, like when we look at the, this is a game we had to win. Yeah, Rangers three games in four days playing their backup goalie. Shit, <laughs> we're fresh as hell. We just played Sunday. We had Monday and Tuesday off. You've got to win that game um, sure. at home, no less. 
Maybe the stands didn't sound like that, though. James F. said, guys, that's Yonder's first win versus the Rangers at UBS Arena. I did not know that. I didn't either. That's what I wanted. It was good to see, though. Um, Mookie Betzer says here, I noticed Paul Mary played a lot better with a serious 5 o'clock shadow. Maybe Lou should make an expectation or an exception, I'm sorry, to let him grow a beard. Maybe he needs the beard for Mojo. Mojo. I don't think so. The stars of the game, my star predictions. Bailey, Palmieri, and Sorokin. Sorokin being first star. Bailey get one of the three stars. That's what she predicted. My star predictions. I don't know who got the stars. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shay. I'm not I'm not trying to attack you. I would just say Sorokin, Sorokin, Sorokin. Was Sorokin Palmieri Sorokin. There it is. <laughs> Not enough just to be the first star. Also, I need to be the third star. Gungun said Sorokin better than Shostarkin. I'm not sure. I I, I would They're say both really, now, really good. I'd say right now, I think Shostarkin obviously has the edge. He just came off of winning the Vesna. I, you know, it's just tough. I like what I see as Sorokin. I think they're both unbelievable net miners. Some of the best goalies in the game. When we keeping you up there, Grumpy? Need a little drink. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Owen J said the Islanders have no identity. I'd say right now, I'd say that's kind of true. I wouldn't say we have a defined identity like we've had in the past. A little different this year. Um, Ponyboy says, TJ, I don't like how you've been trying to rush the podcast. Yeah, I just don't have four hours to be on the show every like four days a week. So then I can't like 16 plus hours with all the prep and work we put in after. I just, I just, it's a lot of time commitment. Um, and uh, uh, goalie slash defending the penalty kill is a hundred percent. Rob G said, they're going to go on a winning streak, TJ. Don't be negative. Okay. Eve L says, waving bellows is a fireable offense. I agree. Uh, Jason C just said, win, baby. I'll let you say it. Kobe. Say it again. I'm sorry. Just win, baby. That's Al Davis' favorite saying. There it is. Pony said, the loyal listeners of the podcast deserve three-and-a-half-hour podcast every single night you go on. Anything left is half-assed. That's right. I know it's half-assed. Uh, I didn't know there was original jest with that first comment. As soon as Palmieri gets off, or gets, gets off the figure skater's line, he nets two. Predictable. Oh, he's blaming, continuing to blame Matt Barzal. Jesus. D-Cut doesn't like Matt Barzola, and he does not like Lou Lamarillo. How is your boy? Bro- I like Brock Nelson. Brock Nelson hasn't been scoring in droves. Our centers have zero goals so far this year. Holy crap. I'm, so, I'm glad somebody brought that up to us. I'd have never thought that. I did. It was in a comment. I mentioned that he had zero goals this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Mar Production says, amazing birthday president. I'm glad they won. Grandpa, That's let's right. read that here. Don't smoke crack says, way to go, Lou. You ruined what should have been Bailey's 1,000th game. Ha, 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 Oh, man. Oh, man. I'll tell you. Freaking Josh. Josh Bailey. Um, Bailey. Punter said, do the lovely Paige and the Warden ever bond about freaking uh, about what freaking goofballs and how obsessed you are um, with each other like you guys are? JK, love you. No, I don't think. No, the Warden and, and the lovely Paige don't really talk too often, do they? Nope. Not too often. Not too often. Oh, my God. Oh, man, oh, man. This is static. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'll put it to you like this. 
Phil's facts, I tell you, Phil is somebody you got to watch out for. So Nick tweeted at us. He said, he said, I was listening at home to when, when uh, I was at home listening to the Islanders never said that podcast. Grumpy was ecstatic that F minus scored twice. It's got one like. It's Phil's facts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I I was complimentary of Palmieri today, and you were just putting him down with the shots. I'm like, oh man, man, I got a comment here. James Cameron says Grumpy is the thinker, TJ the stooge. Oh well, thank you, thank you, thank you, what, Jim J. Saying, what, what, hold what, on, how did you get to that? You missed this comment talking about his pitcher as a tribute to Mac, Mike Bossy. Why did you skip over that one? Because I saw one where I thought you were a stooge. I thought that was more apropos. Uh, okay. Sorokin's outstanding again for certain. He's Grumpy Old Man playing 4D chess. Yeah, like Grumpy Old Man kind of reminds me a little of Lou Lamarillo, if you know what I'm saying. Ah. Um, James F. says here, Anson Carter with the Josh Bailey chant on TNT. Oh, God. Oh. Oof. Here you go, Grumpy. I'll let you read that one. Isles Misery Radar supports Grumpy and denounces TJ. I like that. Oh, there it is. I like this. Alexander said this to us. I hope you're hungry. He's got a big plate of nothing. Sorokin and Shostakin. Oh, oh good gracious is right. Um, and let's see here. You're a Ranger fan. I don't know where he's going to that too. Um, Tony G said, I bet TJ's wife treats him exactly like how he's treating his pops. No. That's right. Probably yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Tony Cheese, you've got me. You've got me pinned. Ah. Um, I'm a I'm an Islanders Mets. And Bills fan. Oof. Oh well, there you go, Bills. Shay's had a lot of really close run-ins with success as of recent, but just off. Maybe come February, she'll uh, have a positive thing. Uh, Nick D says cheese and rice, TJ, or Jesus Christ, TJ, leave Grumpy alone. He's tired. Have some respect for the curve. I, I asked you if you're tired. He said no. I'm not. I, you know, what? it's. I think the the, the people realize that. That's hold, 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 hold. I'm going to try to guess how you're trying to spin this really quickly. Or actually, you know what? I, I'll let you spin it. Never mind. I'm not even going to guess. I can't even guess what it is. Go ahead, Grumpy. Spin they it just seem like you're like, it's like you're like a hyena. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm the lion who's killed the, the prey. Actually, that's the female lion. But yeah, I, was I get to eat first. And then I got to keep all you damn hyenas away. And you just rah, 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 just always going in and taking shots, like in the oh, middle of the night. Man, oh man, there it is. I tell you, oh, good gracious, Grumpy, good freaking gracious. I tell you, you know what you like, Grumpy? You're like the old rundown lion. If I'm a hyena in this comparison, I'm you're like the old rundown lion. Oh, ready to be put out to the pasture. Uh, Drew S says, like, share, and subscribe. Yeah, MFers, that's right. Like, share, and subscribe. Uh, all aboard. Last call for the Bills bandwagon, <laughs> says Tony Cheese. Oh, goodness gracious. Frank says, yeah, it's TG doing Coke. WTF. Yeah, all of my bathroom breaks are just Coke breaks. Dude, you you got you're, they're right. You do seem wired today. Uh, good. I'm glad I came with some energy to the podcast. Usually, It's not usual for us. Okay. Fair enough. You're exasperating. It's like my cousin. And he came into town once. I hadn't seen him in years. And he just, rah, 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 rah. I'm, I'm like, he just wore me out. I'm like, dude, go, go. Just, <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I can't listen to you all day. I, just move on. Okay, next comment. 
Why don't you let me do the comments? Here you go, Grumpy. Read these ones. When TJ wears tank tops, we should call him the curve. Get it? He's a little porky. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> did he add did he add the little noise in there, Grumpy, or was that you? That was him, I think. Oh. Because says TJ's hopped up on something. Yeah, I guess I'm hopped up on I'm guess I'm hopped up on life. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Guys, yeah. what are your chances Lou would let a player have an afro? Very low. I don't think he'd care about that. It's because everyone's got to wear a helmet. Expun three four one four says good evening, guys. It's a good night. Let's go Islanders. Tom Foolery says, did we already talk about how Grumpy's two favorite Islanders scored tonight? Yes, we did. You excited about that, Grumpy? I'm glad they scored. I'm glad the Islanders won. I thought Sorokin was phenomenal. It was. Anthony R. Grumpy. Just finished watching the game. What the hell is Lou doing? Really waving bellows? At least, at the very least, we couldn't trade him. Did even try? He probably tried to make it. Let's see how much. Let's see how much lower I can make this kid's value plummet by right. putting him on waivers. I talked to all my buddies, and they said they won't take him because I want to punish this kid. Probably what he said. Drew L. Grumpy. TJ Grumpy, one question. What's the major? What's the difference between regular waivers and unconditional waivers? Unconditional are you're waived for the purpose of giving you a release. Regular waivers mean that they can send you down to the minors. Oh, there it is. I'm glad you knew that because I would not have known it off the top of my head. I'm not surprised. Frank thinks Colorado is going to win it all again. Long way to go yet. Long way to go. So happy to be the Rangers. Made my week, says Rob G. Shane, hope he's got a comment for you. Every win I feel good. Doesn't matter against who. When you lose, you feel like crap. When you win, you feel really good. Sorokin after the shutout. Said, said it really well. Ariel, our friend, says Sorokin is just as good, if not better than Shesterkin. Put some damn respect on his name. Hey, I think Shesterkin just slightly better, but I think they're both top five goalies in the NHL. She also says he has two assists, Pajot. Mm. And um, we got here, Deidre C says, it was a well-played game by the Islanders. There should be a confidence builder. Um, Drew also says, I listened to Phil's Twitter space after the Bellows move. He said he wasn't losing sleep over this, but it was really confused by the move. Mm. Yeah. Shay also says, it looked like there was a little bit of something there. Lambert on Wallstrom playing with Barzal. Well, maybe it means more Barzal with Wallstrom. I am down for that. Rom G says, Bellos will be back soon. Hope so. Gugun says, you'll be out out of here like shit through a shit goose. Through a goose. <laughs> Dean Wormer speaking to Otter. Oh, wow. Nope. Do you know oh, from Animal House. Animal House. Yep. Dean Wormer, they're trying to get him kicked off of campus. Shay says, Lou might be making a lot of questionable decisions and no moves. At least he didn't put those shitty ads on the jerseys. True. Hold on. Do other teams have ads on jerseys already? I don't know. I don't think they do. I think they're coming one day to the NHL. I don't Come know when. Jersey near you. Right? I want you to say, say, Kachuk didn't play Chippy in the second game because Ross Johnston was in the lineup. Very true. Yeah. Oh, TJ's a Ranger fan, says Frank. That's it. You've got me. I'm a Ranger fan. Um, Shay says, sorry. 
Um, but it's hot when he sprays his face with his water. You guys just may not understand that. I don't I understand. Do not understand. I'll, 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 just, I'll trust you on it, Shay. I'm just going to take Shay's word for that. Yeah. Oh, God. Frank. Frank. Frank hits him with that comment. Yeah, I'd rather see the ice girl. What what ice girl spraying war on their faces? Oh, good gracious. Um, and uh Thom Foolery says, I actually just went to see a women's pro team playing Danbury during their last season. How were they? I, I've never watched I can't even tell you the last time I've seen an NHL game live. It's probably been years. Uh bed and blanket. It's an odd name. It says, do you guys like the Romoth trade? The kid plays hard. <laughs> Some of us appreciate the trade. Others, not so much. Some of us are dubious of the trade, and some of us are blind believers. I guess that's how I would explain it. Okay. Let's just say that some of us, the smarter portion of the fan base, is willing to give a 22-year-old more than six games before they write them off and say that they shouldn't have traded a first-round pick, while others, irrational circus clowns, uh-huh. Well, you know, they think different. Some of us. Next comment, please. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What are you going to do? You're going to just be able to end it on that after you go in that. You know, that's just the way you are, Grumpy. Just the way you are. Empire State Construction LLC says, as a kid, do the one before, please. Can you do one for it? Yeah. As a kid, they started that ice rink, did the footings, then the job sat for like 20 years unfinished. Mafia owner of tr- Trash Men finished it, I believe. I don't know what he's talking about. That's okay. I think it's the movie. Hello, C says. Sorokin has the Rangers number. They can't score on him going back to last year. He and Sisterkin have that rivalry. and I think he always plays better against them. Trots to the Leafs. Matthews and Marner, line three. Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. Could you imagine that? How long do you think that would last, honestly? Mm. Tom Fuller said, I like Romanov. The defense looks decent, but the offense is dog water. Tonight's an exception, not the rule. The honors offense is worse than the Yankees post-trade deadline. Ooh, that's pretty bad. I was about to say, that's awful. Adriel said, what are your guys' thoughts on Daniel Jones now? ESPN seems to love him and call him a franchise quarterback. He is not a franchise quarterback. He's not. He is a freaking journeyman in the NFL. It's that simple. He goes ahead and gets lucky at times with broken with broken coverage. And when things continue, he gets a lot of time back there in the pocket. And sometimes when plays break down, he's able to scramble out and earn himself 20 to 30 yards. He's That's done a good so- job this year. This has been his best year of his career. It has been. Yep. Alexander says, tonight could be a confidence booster. There you go. See? I'm not so sure about that. He told you. I'm not so sure about that. Um, Tom Foolery says, says, I'm not a Giants fan, but he looks decent. I think he'll end up somewhere as a starting quarterback for maybe a season or two after this one. But he actually looks okay under Dable. They're running the Josh Allen offense without the wide receivers. But you're seeing a lot of that, what they did with Allen early on. And without the ability to throw the ball. (laughs) Shea says, I was correct on my star predictions. There There you go. Just Bailey. Why Bailey? Couldn't they find anyone else? How about hot dog vendor on aisles C? Bailey will be a freaking star of the game next game when it's his thousands game. I can promise you, even if he does nothing, he will be a star of the game. Palo says, oh, um, uh, Palo says, Grumpy, we won because of Sorokin. If he wasn't sharp, it would have been a different game. Okay, well, he always seems to play well against the Rangers. That's what his job is, though, to look rock solid out there. 
That's how we're going to have to win games. Michael B said, Brock Nelson and sleep apnea fueling this tortured week. Love you guys. Love you too, Michael B. Um, Matthew S said, D cut hiding on YouTube and blaming Paul Mary. No goals on bars. All typical, typical. <sighs> D cut, D cut, D cut. Milo Brownie says, ready to bring up Atu Ratu. Uh, are you are ready to bring up Atu Ratu yet, or will we need to wait for the, for the first 20 games? He's not going to come up this year. I agree. Uh, Mark A said, victory can bring harmony. It can. Oh. Uh, James F said, my girlfriend's birthday is Saturday. Well, happy future birthday to her there, James. Alexander Don't says, get together a gift, James. Right. Grumpy, I don't know birthday. what they sell in Pittsburgh. Maybe a hoagie or something. Your birthday comes up in on Saturday too, 29th. Yes, that's right. There it is. Um, Alexander says, Are you guys worried about Barzal? No. No. Absolutely not. Um, D Cut says our third line is making eleven and a half million dollars se- this season. Once Parise plays his tenth game, the seventy seven hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus kicks in. Yikes. There you go. D cuts. Open the phone line Saturday, TJ. I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, oh no. I'm worried. I'm petrified. I'm shaking in my boots. Oh, oh my God. TJ is on feisty today, D-Cut. Oh, baby. I'm so scared. Um, oh, wow. Alexander says, Tua, the Samoan sniper. Oh. God almighty. I, I, ah! <laughs> they, no. have Detroit. they have Detroit this weekend. He should uh, light it up. Ben and Blanket said, I don't know about blind believers. First or second game, he had nine block shots. You want to hear something funny? They brought up on the podcast, uh, I'm sorry, on the telecast on Sunday after they were getting beaten again by Florida about the number of hits. Yeah, we haven't heard a whole lot about these hit stats the last couple of years. Nice to <laughs> the Islanders are back hitting them. First thing I think is, man, you know your team's bad when you're pumping up that we're the leaders in hits. I tell you. <laughs> we're bringing back the Matt Martin and Kanopka days. Yeah, they're fighting. Who's going to be in the lead of the season after with the hit totals? God almighty. Yeah. Um, who is the one Islander besides Josh Bailey Grump that always seems to frustrate you God, throughout I mean, the years? I, Bailey's the one for me. Just the, the, just the love. And it's not even Bailey. It's the love that certain people have for him. I mean, uh, yeah, just to me, he's just a ham and egger. And he's treated like he's a thousand oh no he sucks i don't understand shay says when lambert was asked about bellows on waivers he said i'll leave that question for lou oh Oh, so it just won't be addressed until that's right no question no answer no answer (laughs) it's a way to say great we don't have to worry about answering this until the trade deadline the next time i have to you know have like an obligatory obligatory speak or an obligatory interview Decut says, Grumpy looks a bit tired tonight. Hang in there, pal. Hump day is almost over. True. Grumpy. Actually, I did did not sleep very well last night. I think I got like two hours sleep for whatever reason. You're retired. What are you? Hold on. How'd you only get two hours of sleep? I don't know why. I had a very hard time sleeping last night. Okay. Good to know. I guess Grumpy is very. I, I never had a hard time sleeping. But I understand. I guess I could. Uh, I could not I tell you the reason why. Um, and uh, let's see here. Shay said on the Sorokin quote, 
you know, he's more comfortable speaking English since he started cursing. There it is. <laughs> That's the way it is with most people. Frank says, it's a confidence booster. How could it not be? I don't think the team is really fickle when it comes to team confidence. With a veteran group of players, I, I would like to hope that the ebbs and flows, as I've always mentioned, are not as high and low as with a young group of players. That's that's what I mean by that, Frank. It doesn't. It shouldn't affect us as much as it would affect a team full of in rife of 22, 23, and 24-year-olds or a veteran team that should know how to handle losing streaks and winning streaks with professionalism. True. Um, uh, Drew L. said, I will say this about the Giants. Other than Darius Slayton and uh, Wayne Dale Robinson, uh, the rest of our receivers are just bad as that Packers receiving core. Oh, God. I mean, you know, the whole thing is I, Kadarius Tony should be a really good receiver for them. Sterling Shepard, of course, of course, out for the year again. But it's like this is two coaching staffs now for Kadarius Tony, and it seems like there's issues. With in the doghouse for both items. That's a problem. Nice. What, a sh- what a shitty pick by Gettleman that's panned out to be. My God. Yeah. Um, Dika said we dominated the last 12 minutes of the third period. Three and four. Caught up with the Rangers. Good. Good. I just want I don't want to hear excuses like we heard the other night when the Islanders play three and four. I don't want to hear it. We're gonna hear them though, because that's just the nature of the beast, my friend. I like this comment. Big win. F those New York City sewer rats. I like it. Uh, Shea said Barzal has seven points, just no goals. The goals will come. He's a playmaker, to be fair, not a goal scorer. True. He needs he does need to shoot the puck more, and he can. He just sometimes he gets Doug Waite was like that as well. Look at Doug Waite's numbers. Never had a boatload of goals, but man, he beautiful setting up assists. The whole thing is he played with Brett Hull, and no problem, no problem setting him up. He was a fantastic passer. And he had a lot of really, really big years with St. Louis. And it was, you know, just as a setup guy. I don't think he ever scored 30 goals. Most he ever scored in a season was 26. Yeah. But how he many did assists? Have 100, 104 point season. He did one year have 25 goals and 79 assists. That was the that was the peak of his career. And that was when he was 25 years old in Edmonton. Yep. How many assists did he have? Like and, and Doug, Doug Wade started out with the damn Rangers, I believe. Um, yeah, started out with the Rangers. Yeah, and but how many? He was a consistent like sixty assist guy every year, was he not? Um, career about twelve hundred games, two hundred and seventy eight goals, and seven hundred fifty five assists. Okay, but I'm saying a lot more assists than goals. Yeah, absolutely. He was a setup guy. That's what he was. Yep, absolutely grumpy. Um, and uh, Mark A says Brick and Bavillier need to step it up. Probably says Brock. Oh, I'm sorry, Brock. That's it. Um, or Brock. He says, I'm going to leave this comment, but Liam McHugh does intermission, pregame, postgame on TNT. Was my teacher. Wow. Interesting. There you go. That's pretty Did nice. not know that. Because says the lovely page spiked the fire hydrant and TJ is talking like a drunk frat boy. Yes, I'm slurring my speech, having a difficult time articulating my thought. I'm hammered, grumpy, hammered on here. Um, and a Curtis says, uh, there's there's so there's no freaking way you guys are still live. I fucking love you guys. Absolutely. Thanks, there, Pony Boy. Always. Uh, the Knicks are three and one. Um 
Point of says, you guys are the true MVPs of the Islanders community, boys. And I mean that. Well, thank you, Pony Bear Curtis. Um, I thought you were going to respond to that, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, D-Cut says, Grump, next time you can't sleep, listen to Phil's Facts podcast. He's human ambient. That would put me to sleep instantaneously. Tony Cheese says here, TJ never has trouble sleeping because I bet he floats through life with no worries or anxiety. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Hey, I do what I can. Um, Tony Chi said, I can't help but notice Jane Austen was demoted um, a couple of shelves shelves there. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got into my, I got into my Philip Quadrell, uh, my new favorite author. Yeah, what can I say? I'm sure you're that. pronouncing that name wrong. <laughs> I like my Philip Q better than I do my <laughs> than I do my Jane Austen. I don't even know what you're talking about, but as soon as I heard you try to mouth out a word, I'm like, oh, I'm sure he's butchering that. How would you say that? That's Philip Quantrell, isn't it? I know it's backwards Quantrell. for you. Yeah, yeah, Quantrell. Philip C. Quantrell. Yeah, thank you very much. Don't question my favorite author here. You know how you do when you're trying to sound something out. My favorite Philip. Just first of all, put the book back before you get in trouble. Make sure it's. Oh in the right no, spot. Grumpy! There it is. Let me go ahead and flip them all over the place. Um, okay. TJ really hates when you suggest his mind is being altered by substances. That's it. You got it. Very true. Well, man, let's wrap things up today, Grumpy. Three hours in. What do you want to say before we wrap things up? I just want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't from TJ and the grumpy old man. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into the show. An odd one for certain, but one nonetheless. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you're new to the show, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and follow on Twitter. And thank you, as always, grumpy old man. My pleasure. D-Cut came in with the last outcome. I think it's apropos. Fire TJ, hire D-Cut. Oh, there it is, as always. And great show, gentlemen, says Matthew S. Thank you, thank you, guys. Um, we'll see you this Saturday. Well, actually, I didn't even talk about our other show. We got another show, another podcast tomorrow. TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It's an all-sports show. You can find it in the link in the description below or as a featured page on our YouTube channel. We'll be there tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we'll be back at the Islanders podcast this Saturday. So until then, have a great rest of your week. Thank you again, Grumpy. My pleasure.